Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from the Palatial Studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. It is a Tuesday, May the 11th, 2021. Can we all please get back to work? Yeah, we can uh, We can get back to work. That's not a problem. We can take care of that. I am physically here, so that's something. Yeah, well, that is something that you're physically here. I greatly appreciate it. I love a man who's got good taste in chocolate. Yeah, well, I like all types of chocolate. Dark chocolate, white chocolate, light brown chocolate. Definitely all types of chocolate, without a doubt. It is 607 can we get that certified, please? It's now 6.07 a.m. And at the top of the morning to you, Miss Bonnie, what type of chocolate do you like? My favorite is from Sweden. Mm. Uh, it's the Swiss chocolate Toblerone. Toblerone. Never yeah. heard of that before. You can find it on the shelves at Walgreens. I've found it before. Oh. And it is a delicious milk chocolate, too, is the chocolate that I prefer. Okay. And the dark chocolate's supposed to be a little bit better for you. Mm-hmm. You know, having those antioxidants and stuff, but right. uh, but I do prefer the the milk chocolate. Okay, very good. I don't know why they call it milk chocolate. Why can't they just call it chocolate? Think about that for a minute. Let that set in first. Maybe because it's whiter and or lighter and seems kind of milky or something. I don't know. Like a, a that's milk... a good question for Google. That is. <laughs> why do they call it milk chocolate? Yeah, it, because is there milk in the chocolate to make yeah. it maybe a little bit Think about uh, that. less uh, dark, rich tasting? Think about that. I can understand dark chocolate, but milk chocolate, why do they call it milk chocolate? Is there milk in the chocolate? There is That's a, the million-dollar question. The word derives from, oh, good gosh, this is a big one. Oh, boy, here we go. Zoxoclody from Newart, the language of the Aztecs, influenced by the Yucatan Mayan word chocol hot <laughs> with the natural word of water. That's a lot to take in. The first instance of milk chocolate appeared soon after referring to a drink of chocolate combined with milk. That is brain overload for me. <laughs> that is completely brain overload. That was this early too. in the morning. <laughs> wow. I'm I'm way lost on that one. Not too much overload on the brain. The dark chocolate I usually like comes from our friend Pittsburgh Deb when she makes mm. the delicious turtles oh, on yeah. occasion. Like I she's can't have those. Done during holidays. I know because they have the uh, nuts. Pe- pecans in yeah, it, they right? they got nuts in them. They do have so nuts in them. They're nutty turtles, as they call them. You know, she could make them rich and delicious without the nuts, and mm. they would be just as enjoyable so that would be a nutless turtle <laughs> that didn't sound right yeah a turtle without nuts <laughs> it would be it would be right. <laughs> well <laughs> okay. but without the nuts can you still call it a turtle i don't know <laughs> It'd be a nutty turtle i guess i have no idea so how was your day yesterday when you get out of here what'd you do plenty of massage yeah yeah and boy did the day go by fast because okay. i had to knock out three in a row you okay. know right when i got to work what time would you get there at uh, 10 o'clock 10 and i worked all okay. the way on up till one thirty. wow yeah. Are your hands doing tired massage. when you do three back-to-backs? Never. During the first week doing it, they will hurt. Like yeah. you get a little sore in areas, but okay. then they tell you to go and stick your hands in ice water at night, all right. of all things. 
and but you know which I never did when I first started but uh, after that first week or two the soreness goes away mm-hmm. it's like you don't even feel it you get really? conditioned to it I guess I guess it's like learning how to play the guitar um, after the first week or two your fingertips don't hurt anymore because you get um, calluses on your fingertips yeah. from playing so you get used to it yeah, I took my I took some more CEUs too during this weekend. Oh, and I took the um, thing about the pelvis and the sacrum, mm-hmm. the iliac crest. I was learning about. What are those? I know what the pelvis is, but what is a what is a sacrum and the ili? Is it iliac, iliac crest? Iliac crest. What is, is that? I think it connects some. It's like some kind of a connected tissue that uh, connects the pelvis to certain areas of your joints. Oh, It's okay. kind of like a, a connector in that whole system of anatomy. Oh. But anyway, it was a five-hour course, and it, you know, I hate to say, but it was really, really boring. <laughs> Why did I know you were going to say that? <laughs> five hours in the front of the computer? Yeah, that'd be a little boring at times. But you would be surprised with anatomy, all mm-hmm. of the uh, bones and the parts. Oh, something I did take out of it, I learned that the... Male pelvis is larger than the female pelvis. Okay. To hold all of your goods. <laughs> okay. I mean, it, it kind of makes sense. Okay. And the female pelvis is a little bit wider for childbirth. Okay. Very kinda interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. So I took something away from the course. Now, when you take these courses that you're there, I call them education hours. Um, but when you take these courses, do you get a certificate at the end? Do you have to save these certificates? Yeah, they sent me a um, certificate. I don't know if I'm going to save it, but the important matter of it is you want to get 24 credits that goes mm-hmm. to the CE board in Florida. Okay. So it goes to what the... What does CE stand for? Uh, uh, certified uh, Continuing Education. Okay. Continuing Education. Okay. So the Board of Florida knows that right. you are certified. And if I don't get all of my 24 credits by uh, August 31st mm-hmm. of 2021, I am not allowed to work in massage. So you can't renew your license is basically, <clears throat> yeah. excuse me, what it is. Yep, they will not So without you those a- credits. Okay. So now who's to say, let's just, th- this is just, argument uh, not argument but let's just this is hearsay talk who's to say that somebody doesn't log online and they start the videos or whatever it is and they just walk away and let it run for five hours do do people really do that oh yeah (laughs) of course (laughs) but i mean who's to who's who's to say actually i I cheated a little bit too, like on Saturday. I don't know if you were looking at Facebook, <laughs> but I saw you. I took a picture of Sandy. I saw you. Sandy Cohen. Did you see him? I saw it. <laughs> that nice yeah. looking man on the OC who yeah. wants he wants his sons to do everything right, you know. Mm-hmm. And education is very important to him. <laughs> so really, <laughs> there's said, nobody to babysit you when you're taking your education hours. It's yeah. kind of like on the honor system. So I, you know, I. Took a picture of Sandy Cohen, too, at that. It was just a moment where he was looking right. down like, oh, my gosh. Right. <laughs> so so I put a Facebook post and, you know, said that I was kind of, you know, cheating on my online classes by watching the OC. And Sandy Cohen would say, Bonnie, that's just not right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Bonnie, that's just not right. But I just, but I do watch. You know, I do watch some of it, and some of it does take me back to mm-hmm. massage class, and right. we learned a lot of anatomy right. during massage, and we had a great teacher in mm-hmm. Doctor Griffin, mm-hmm. who is also a chiropractor. Oh wow! And he taught us muscles, mm-hmm. like. I learned so many muscles and muscle groups when I was in that class. Right. And he made it really interesting. So there's nobody there to basically babysit from the board. It's it's really on the honor it's really on the honor system. Yeah, and you know is. what? This is <clears throat> actually I would be uh sitting in a classroom at this time in a live classroom, mm-hmm. but because of COVID nineteen Yeah, you have to do it online. The standards changed for just, you know, on up to twenty twenty one. I don't know what twenty twenty three is gonna bring when we have to renew, but okay. we don't have to we're not required to be in a classroom. This year we could, can. Could you sit in a classroom for five straight hours? We have. We have done it You've before. You've done it. Wow. Yeah. Gary and I a oh couple of years ago we attended class where I think we went to like a all day ten or so hour class, mm-hmm. and they, you know, you take breaks in between and you get a lunch break, but mm-hmm. yeah, you could be there for a good ten hours. Now, how often do you have to? Renew your license. How long is your license valid for? Every two years. So every two years, you must renew your massage license. That's the MA number, correct? Yeah, that is. You're right. Okay. All that right. Is. Very good. See, I know something about that. You do. That. How did you know that? I'm not going to say. I can't huh. give away all my secrets. <laughs> but that's exactly what it is. Okay. And I'm not going to give out mine. No. But <laughs> uh, No, no, absolutely not. I wouldn't ask you to because then somebody would commit fraud. They could. And they could scam your MA number, and then they could pretend to be you, put your picture on, yeah. you know, a license, and, you know, I'm sure people have done that before. And, if, like, if I went to another state, like, say I wanted to go work in maybe, let's say, Tennessee, where George mm-hmm. is. Yeah, you have to take their... Kentucky. Kentucky. You have to take their state boards. Yeah. You can't just move your license from one place to another. And I think I would have to take more education right. to, be, to be certified in that right. state. Right. Right. Wow, that's a that's pretty amazing. Now, do you have to hang your license in the establishment that you're working in? No, and remember when we had to do that in radio, we would have to hang our FCC license. Yeah, back in the day when you needed an FCC yeah. license. Isn't that strange? But no, but but staff and management has the license, but they're not hanging. Okay, yeah. so they have a they have your license is is they yeah. keep it there. So it's like in a filing cabinet or something like I'm, that, wherever they put it. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Unless it's done on computer, where okay. they've got everybody's. Okay. I was curious how that. I was curious how that worked. If they have to hang your license on the wall because you do massage there. Yeah, they do stay right on top of it though to make okay. sure you're certified, even mm-hmm. with um, even with insurance. Right mm-hmm. away, I am sending sending my proof of insurance to management mm-hmm. because they want you insured as well. Really, really important. Yeah. Really. Why? Yeah. Why? Why is that? I'm curious. Why? What? Like, what kind of insurance do you do? You have to have like liability insurance. It's a liability, sure. So you have to personally, not the establishment. You have to personally carry a liability insurance policy. Yes, in case to be able to massage. In case something should go awry, and you want to be insured too. If, so, in other words, if you're massaging somebody and you injure them, they could possibly sue either you or the establishment 
and you have to have an insurance policy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Very, very important wow. to have that, too. And in, insurance for it's not really expensive. I what? Think, I think I pay about one eleven, one twelve a year. year. Yeah. And mine's already paid for the year. What? So... What is it? Is it like a million dollar policy? Oh gosh, I you know I I never worry about it too much. It's like I should be reading insurance policies. I'm I don't know. I'm not wow. like a big policy reader. I'm kind of like astounded by that. Yeah, <laughs> I never heard. I've never really heard of that before. Yeah, I'm very taken back by that because in in my business, um, when I go DJ certain places, they require us to have liability insurance and to add them on is what's called additional insured and then the limits of liability are what's called um we have to have a million dollar liability with what's called a two million dollar aggregate and another million dollars on top of that so how much insurance do you pay a year or can i mine run no i'll tell you mine runs anywhere from 250 to 350 dollars a year all right not too bad but i mean but Here's the catch. All right, and it's not really a catch. Not every place requires me to have liability insurance. So in my paperwork, where they require me to carry liability insurance, and if they require that place to be named as additional insured, there is a clause in my contract that states that the purchaser has to pay a fee to me to have the business where their reception is added on as additional insured because that business is wanting me to mm-hmm. do that. Now, it's not my fault that the business is wanting me to do that. I'm sorry. I apologize. But my company charges a fee for yeah. that service. And it's up to the establishment, the venue right. where you are performing at. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Whether Which... they want liability insurance um, from the vendor or not which is understandable and right? some places don't even care well yeah. not so much as they don't care they don't require the entertainer to carry liability insurance so let's just say if um um the holiday i'm just using the holiday Inn as an example mm-hmm. just this is strictly an I example miss the holiday Inn too out on the island by the way remember the holiday Inn? i do out there i do so let's say the holiday inn wants evan nine entertainment to have liability insurance to be able to dj a wedding there and they have to be named as additional insured i call my insurance company up add them on the policy put the verbiage in they charge me a fee and that fee gets passed on to my client okay. they have to pay that fee is what it is. Yeah. And so it that's could, how that works. So I see how it could vary a little bit from yeah. client to client. Yeah, exactly. Now, some clients, yeah. they don't have to pay anything because all they want to see is what's called the deck page. They don't need to be added on as additional insured. So there's no fee for that because mm-hmm. I already have the policy. Mm-hmm. So and you're probably aware of all the venues right now. By now, you've me. been doing it a while. Oh, so yeah. You... Trust me. I, I, <laughs> I know every single venue up and down, sideways, all around, here, there, and everywhere. <laughs> It is 622 on the Get Up and Go show on a Tuesday morning. It's time for news. Let's go to the news desk where Bonnie's standing by with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. With the official start of hurricane season less than one month away, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says he's concerned with the high water level at Lake Okeechobee and fears the likelihood of harmful water releases over the summer. WPTV's Derek Lowe has the story. 
Lawmakers presented no quick fix for this summer, but say that the Army Corps of Engineers needs to dump water from the lake during the winter months to help keep the levels low during hurricane season. Along the St. Lucie River, we have lived in this area for almost right at seven years. Jensen Beach resident Jeff Field says it's a privilege to walk along the water, a stroll he couldn't take in 2018 when toxic algae was widespread. So we get bottlenecked every couple of years and it, it's disgusting, it's, 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 it's aggravating. On Monday, Governor Ron DeSantis flew over over Lake Okeechobee, currently sitting two and a half feet higher compared to this time last year, and now just three feet below levels prompting discharges. We are seeing evidence of blooms in and around the lake, um, and because of these uh, these high levels, you know, we are assuming that the core is going to be discharging uh, some of this, this water with uh, a lot of algae content. Congressman Brian Mast says toxicity levels are over 100 times higher than what the Environmental Protection Agency recommends anyone come into contact with. Not only are there short-term impacts from exposure, including respiratory ailments and liver disease, but we're concerned about the neurodegenerative diseases like ALS and Parkinson's. Eve Samples with Friends of the Everglades says her organization is urging the governor to declare a state of emergency, allowing him to move more water south before hurricane season. I think that a little bit of hardship on the farmer south of the lake is worth the trade-off if we're allowed to prevent a, an environmental catastrophe from occurring. While the governor says he wants the lake better managed year-round, the Army Corps of Engineers says that they have no plans as of now to send any water east to the Treasure Coast. Reporting in Stewart, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV News Channel 5. Democratic candidate for governor Charlie Crist blames incumbent Ron DeSantis for hurting the Florida's cruise ship industry. Christ is calling Florida's ban on vaccine passports a threat to business. As Norwegian Cruise Lines announced, it will leave the state if it can't enact its own coronavirus passport for passengers. Chris says banning the passports hurts travelers' confidence in the safety of the ships. Meanwhile, the attorney general, with the support of Governor DeSantis, is suing the CDC, saying its restrictions on cruising are what's hurting the industry. I'm Chris Trankman. A 13-year-old Florida girl who was reported missing near Jacksonville has been found dead, and her classmate has been arrested on a murder charge. The body of Tristan Bailey was discovered Sunday night in a wooded area in St. Johns County. Sheriff Robert Hardwick confirmed Monday morning during a news conference. A 14-year-old boy who attended the same school as Tristan has been arrested on a charge of second-degree murder. Tristan was reported missing Sunday morning. Her family told investigators she had been seen about 1.15 a.m. at a community center. A man who was out for a walk found her body about 6 p.m. and called 911, Hardwick said. Hardwick wouldn't discuss many of the details, including how Tristan died, but did say she was fully clothed when the body was found. This is a long process, he said. We're in the very early stages of this. Ford announced on Monday that it's recalling more than 600,000 Ford Explorer vehicles across the U.S., due to an issue with roof rail covers. The company said the roof rail covers on select 2016-2019 Ford Explorer vehicles could become detached while driving and create a problem for others on the road. According to Ford, the affected 620 483 vehicles include base and XLT trim levels, as well as police interceptor and Explorer sport models, with roof rail covers that are painted silver black or absolute black. 
Recalls have also been issued in Canada and Mexico. The automaker said they are, are not aware of any accidents or injuries related to this recall. Dealers can secure the roof rails. The reference number for the recall is 21S22. Lastly, are the Golden Globes about to be a thing of the past? Maybe. Yesterday, NBC canceled the Globes literally after a growing list of controversies, including severe lack of diversity, preferential treatment, misuse of funds, and allegations of sexism and abuse. The Hollywood Foreign Press Association, which puts on the Globes, was originally under fire when it was revealed that they had zero black members, and things have snowballed since then. NBC's decision means they're not... There will not be a Golden Globes broadcast in 2022, but they're leaving the door open for a possible return in 2023. And uh, Tom Cruise has joined the growing protest by returning his three Golden Globe Awards. Tim Tebow will sign a one-year deal with the Jacksonville Jaguars with a chance to make the team as a tight end. Uh... Tebow had approached representatives from Jaguars to request a tight end and tryout. He also worked out with the Jaguars tight ends coach of Tyler Bowen. That the 33-year-old could get another shot in the NFL at a new position, no less, still comes as a big surprise. Tebow hasn't appeared in a game since 2012. He was unsuccessful in attempting to make the New England Patriots in 2013 and the Philly Eagles in 2015. News time is 628. We'll have weather and traffic together next. This will be another El Nino year, although a weaker one. So if you incurred roof damage in the last two years, Code Red Roofers is there to help you with all of your roofing needs. Code Red Roofers, the roofers who respond 24-7. And there are flexible payment options for metal, tile, shingle, or flat roofs. Code Red Roofers, say habla espanol. Code Red Roofers, 844-4-CODE-RED. That's 844-4-CODE-RED. Six twenty-nine right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's the Tuesday edition. It's time for traffic and weather together. Brought to you by Code Red Roofers, Bonnie. Right here in Martin County and St. Lucie County, it's looking like a good ride this morning. Just uh, northbound on the Turnpike, up at the Okeechobee exit around the uh, Fort Pierce area, there's some road construction, and uh, northbound there, the entrance ramp is blocked due to that road construction this morning. Use caution. There's your latest look at traffic. Partly cloudy at 73 in Port St. Lucie and in Parkersburg, Virginia, it's 41. That's Parkersburg, West Virginia. Here's our forecast at WPTV. Happy Tuesday, sunshines, waking up to temperatures in the mid to upper 70s under partly cloudy skies. This afternoon, highs in the upper 80s to low 90s with heat index values in the mid 90s. We'll see partly sunny skies throughout the day, then a 20% chance for showers and storms. 
Tomorrow, highs in the low 90s with a 40% chance for scattered showers and storms. Wet weather for Thursday and Friday as a front starts to move into the area, staying steamy through the end of the work week with highs in the upper 80s, slightly cooler, a little less humid by the weekend with highs in the mid 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Attention Florida residents. If you don't have health insurance, or if you're paying too much for your health insurance premiums, you can now take advantage of new, higher subsidies that will lower your health care insurance premium. 48% who enroll will have premiums less than $100 a month, and some will qualify for a $0 premium. You have until August 15th to take advantage of this opportunity. Call Owen Insurance Group today for a free quote, 772-210-1020 at 772-210-1020. With any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Colhane, Associate Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people, increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress, better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one -on -one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. Hi, this is Denny Artachi, host of the Today with Denny show, where we talk about financial and healthy well-being from a common sense perspective. This is a show where we cover what's on your mind, like local, world, and entertainment news. So tune in, have fun, share your story Thursday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. on WSTU 1450 AM radio. Let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 632 right now on the Get Up and Go Show. Let's go to the phones right now. Good morning. You're on the air with Evan and Bonnie. Who's this? I just, it's Jeff, but I just wanted to ask Bonnie if one of her cats got loose last night. No, I they, heard there was a no. missing cat in Houston somewhere that in, was running around the neighborhood and got everybody all in a, in a brandy. In Houston? In Texas? Yeah, in Texas somewhere. The I heck would her cat get in Houston? <laughs> no, my my cat's um too clingy to me. He would not want to go all the way to Houston or run away. Oh, well, somebody <laughs> lost their tiger in Houston. Oh, my gosh. What? <laughs> yeah, they lost the tiger, in, which I think it was Houston. I don't know. It might not, but somebody lost their tiger. And then when they went to get him, the tiger jumped in the Jeep with the guy and it took <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, my. Can you imagine going down the road seeing a guy sitting in the front seat of a Jeep with his tiger? Oh. <laughs> I wonder if they rode in the express lane on the highway. <laughs> oh, Lord. That would be Joe Exotica. Yeah, exactly. Just put a ball hat on him and sunglasses and face, my funny-looking kid. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty good stuff. Bonnie, you may oh, want to check and make sure your cat's animals. at home. But, you know, I used to have a big cat, and I used to when I used to move to all these different countries when I was growing up, 
if I wanted to talk to girls, I just put Dinky, we called him Dinky, on the leash and took him out walking. But my mom had adopted this little floppy cat with big floppy paws. And oh. when it was, we were in Panama, the country of Panama, mm-hmm. and uh, brought him home. And it was a problem. You could hold it in your hands. It was, you know, it was just a tiny little thing, you know, just kept going, you know, that's all it would say was, then uh, 87 pounds later, we figured out we didn't have a cat. So what exactly uh, was it? An ocelot. Oh, ocelot? an ocelot. Is is that one of those cats that um, where they don't have fur? No, no. It was a regular. It had a fur and everything, but just has little more pointy ears, and it didn't have a tail. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've heard of ocelots before. Yeah, so, and it was, uh, boy, I tell you what. I just, all I had to do was walk Dinky. We called him Dinky. It's sort of stupid, but Dinky, you know. How would you name a cat Dinky? (laughs) And I remember bringing some of my friends home every now and then. I'd say, just don't be scared of the cat, because I've had people come in the house and see the cat stretched out on the couch, and they freak out on me. Well, if you had an ocelot, uh, this little thing does look like a tiger, doesn't it, Evan? Oh, my. Looks like you had a flat-out tiger, Jeff. Wow. Yeah, well... And, uh, How did you train that thing? Excuse me. How did you train that thing? I didn't have to train him. It was just—it was our pet. I mean, you know, that cat loved my mom. You walked up and slapped my mom on the knee, just teasing around, and that cat would look at you and give you one of those. Yeah, like, but aren't like, the aren't you? aren't ocelots like a wild animal? And they're they're twice the size of a house cat. Yeah. It's looking like. Yeah. They're huge, aren't they? They're not as big as a tiger, but they're they're. they're Twice the size of it. Yeah, you're right. And mom used to go and buy, when we go to the commissary on the base, mom would buy every week two or three cases of cat food. Oh, jeez. And Eddie would look and say, boy, you must have a lot of cats. Oh, no, we just have one. What would the cat do if you were out of cat food? Would it eat you? Probably. Uh, no. I think he wasn't like that. I think he was, you know. If you, if you were to meet Dinky and you weren't freaked out Dinky. by him, you'd be like, oh, man, this is the coolest thing. Dinky. Look at him. He's sitting in my lap. <laughs> you mentioned Panama. Did you live there? When Did you live there? In the, you were a military child, weren't you? Yeah. I lived in 16 different countries and four different states before I was 16 years old. What was it like living in Panama? I have a friend that wants to move there and possibly buy a house. Actually, it was pretty cool. You know, you could set your clock by, it would rain every, you know, during the rainy season, which lasted about four months. At one o'clock, it poured. I mean, it, no, it could be a beautiful, sunshiny day at one o'clock, it's going to come down. I, it would come yeah. down like no tomorrow. I still can't believe you named the cat Dinky. Dinky. <laughs> yeah, I don't Jeez. know how that got, but. And, wow, that's just know, wrong. It, it was. I think it's kind of cute. cute. <laughs> I think more like Brutus or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, a cat like that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I right. uh, think he lived for 17 years. Wow. And then uh, he had to be passed away. And yep. started, you know, Cats do live that long. My Coco, my baby girl Coco, lived for 17 years as well. How old's your cats now, Bonnie? Um, Jack Frosty, I think he's about... See, I got him when he, he he might be about twelve right now, eleven wow. or twelve. Senior citizen. Yeah, he's senior. Okay. And then Hansi Hans. They make ARP for cats. 
I think Hans, Hansi is only like six years old. Oh, he's still watching Romper Room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Well, thanks for calling, man. We appreciate you as always. Have a great day, big guy. Have a great day. And, uh, regards- you too, Bonnie. See you later. Bye, Jeff. All right. See you later, Dinkster. Bye. All right, very good. <laughs> That's Jeff, one of our uh, longtime uh, standing friends here on the program. Let's do some viral videos. So this first viral video is at the University of South Carolina where the president, Bob Cassian, it's gone viral after getting the name of the school wrong during the commencement speech. He got his own school wrong. Yeah, he accidentally congratulated the newest alumni from the uh, University of California. Wait a minute. He's he's in a different state even? Yeah. And he said the University of California? Yeah. We got to hear this. Somebody quickly corrected him, and he promised to do push-ups as payback. And he also further apologized for lifting part of his commencement speech from 2014. <laughs> he stole it. So here we go. Let's listen. Yeah. Well, my honor and privilege to officially congratulate you, congratulate you as the newest alumni from the University of California. Congratulations and please be seated. Oh, Never mind. Sorry about that. What? I owe you a push-up. Well, my honor and privilege to officially congratulate you, congratulate you as the newest alumni from the University of California. Congratulations and please be seated. Pardon at, me, but what an idiot. He's actually at the University of South Carolina. Yeah. I wonder what all of those South Carolina folks are thinking when is has he been drinking? I don't know, but what an idiot. Does he sound a little bit funky to he you? He sounded a little bit on the sauce. Play, he does, doesn't you want he? Play it again? Yeah. All right, here. Hold on. Let, let it play all the way through again. Listen. <laughs> there's on the big screen. Right? He might not be on the sauce, but that might just be the way he talks. But uh, <laughs> it might be just a, a mistake. And what a weird mistake to Yeah, make I mean, come on. You know, you're at the University of South Carolina. Un- unless he heads um, the University of California, too. And, you know, and he can't be president of both. Um, it, He's only president of you can only be president of one. You can? I yeah. I, I didn't can't I'm, do both. I didn't know because you know, like we have our um superintendent here, John yeah. Millay, and who's right. the superintendent of many schools. So couldn't he be the president of No, he's of, the superintendent of all the schools in Martin County. Yeah. So he can't be a superintendent at another county because okay. he's a superintendent of Martin County. All right, so this guy can't be the president no. of South Carolina and the California. president of, of California. No. No, that just can't happen. Rather strange. Yeah. He just messed up. <laughs> I know. Is what he did. <laughs> a little So, <laughs> yeah, here's a TikTok user who goes by the name of Corporate Natalie. Uh, she imagined herself as a boss rattling off phrases bosses say when they want you to do work instead of them. Stuff like asking you to own the initiative and empowering you to take the lead so here let's telling you you can do it better for you to own this initiative i am empowering you to take ownership of this i'm gonna let you run this meeting i think you deserve to take the lead on that right that's just weird 
Well, she has too much time in her hands, <laughs> if you ask me personally. I just think she's got too much damn time uh, on her yeah. hands. She brings out a good point, though, that you know, I, I think the boss will use words like that, like, I want to empower you to you know, proceed and carry out this for me. And, <laughs> and, and the boss using that wording. Do you have that one of the, uh, that, that gator that came out of that swamp, Evan? Um, I do, but it's it's kind of I have to be very careful playing it because there's. Um, Does he swear? I yeah. mean, I don't blame him. Yeah, for, that's why I for cussing. Re- yeah, I can. We can talk about it a little bit. It's um, the second video of a gator coming after a guy fishing yeah. that we've seen in a week now. Yeah. There's two different ones. Yeah. Well, this guy, and- he kind of. Um, he says some very un, uh, not nice words. But That's, this is a very fierce gator kind of yeah. coming at him. Yeah. So if I were him, I would be like out of there. Uh, that's an understatement. Uh, I would be like Flash Gordon. Yeah. And uh, really, I'd, I'd make like a banana and peel. And he sits with his camera, and so he's fishing, and all of a sudden this gator's coming out of the water, kind yeah. of following him down the trail. Mm-hmm. And this is like a monstrous g- gator that he has on camera. Mm-hmm. Do you know that if a gator chases you, yes, you don't run in a straight line? I've heard that before. Because gators can't. Gators can go only in a straight line. Yeah. If you zigzag like this. It confuses them. Well, they can't zigzag. <laughs> that makes, they can't that, zigzag. You know, they that, can only go in a straight line. That makes sense. That makes so, a lot of sense. Yes. Yeah, so a note to self. If you're ever being chased by a gator, <laughs> zigzag. If I ever should be chased by one. But I hear they're pretty fast, though. Now, they are. Uh-huh. They're extremely very, very fast. We were... Um, we went to Shark's Key a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. And at Shark Key, you uh, ride bicycles out into this national park. And we rode all the way to this tower and back, which mm-hmm. is uh, nine miles both ways. So it was a total of 18 miles that we rode our bikes. Mm-hmm. But you see all of these gator along the way. And there were, like, um, gator, like, in the middle of the road mm-hmm. where you had to swerve your bike over. Mm-hmm. But they were, like, lazy gators, mm-hmm. like, out sunning. I don't know if I'd call any gator a lazy gator <laughs> if you ask me personally. Not if they're hungry, Why don't you right? walk up to a lazy gator and tap it on its head and see what it does? <laughs> they, Guarantee they were, that there won't were some, happen. There were some big and fat gators out there, Evan. There's I mean, gators of all sizes and shapes. Yeah. Um, Bonnie, did you know that 70% of Americans think grocery shopping will change forever due to COVID-19? That it's going to change forever. Gro- well, you know, I, I've talked to friends at work who are now getting into where they're they've got the Walmart app, mm-hmm. you know. We did that when COVID first started and we yeah. did not want to go anywhere near a store. I remember you doing that. Right. Telling we, me about we it. We did everything through the Walmart app and then we drove up to Walmart, backed our car in a number spot, yeah. opened the trunk and they put all the groceries in the trunk, and we went home. And there's no fee for it either, is no there? No fee at all whatsoever. You just have to you know, be there at that certain set time. Yes, you set the time and everything. And I guess it's kind of fun to sit home at night and you know, get your groceries like that yeah, all you online. Go grocery shopping right online. I wonder if I would, that, you know, that might tend to save you money, because if you're doing it online, you're not, you, you know how grocery stores will intentionally put the milk way in the back? Mm-hmm. Because most people need milk, right? Right. That's like a go-to. Right. So as you're walking to find that milk way, way, way in back, how many other items are you going to see along the way that you're just going to throw in your cart? Especially when the items say on sale. And 
and buy one, get one. Bogos. <laughs> Those ones always get me. Bogos always get you. Yeah. Did you know that 40%, 40% of us won't buy a car that doesn't have a cup holder? Think about right. that. Right. Where are you going to put your coffee? It'd be so inconvenient, you know, Where are one. you going to put your coffee? Can't can't hold it between your legs because yeah. if you stop short, it's going to fall forward or it might just spill on you. You know, I talked to a girl yesterday that said she's going to put a little garbage can in her vehicle. Have you ever heard of that? No. Because you, you ever notice how that garbage just seems to build up in your vehicle? It's well, they like make I these un- little trash I gotta bags. I got to unload it every day. They make these little they make these little trash bags that have the little hook on the plastic that go on your radio knob. Oh yeah, yeah. Or or you can attach it somewhere with a little stick on hook and then you just throw your little trash right in there. You know what? The next time I go get my car washed uh, mm-hmm. right over here, I'm going to see I bet I almost bet they would have some of those little bags mm-hmm. that you, they they have everything under the sun in that little store now, that I go to. Now, here's a very interesting stat. Yeah. Did you know that women are better than men at hammering a nail because they're much more accurate? Really? Yes. So if huh. you were to line up 10 women and 10 men, 10 women and 10 men, four out of those, I'm, I'm sorry, um, where was it at here? Women are better. Okay. So if you were to line up 10 women and 10 men, more of the women than the men mm-hmm. would hit the nail on the head. They would, no pun intended. More there. men would hit their finger with a yes. hammer. <laughs> yes. Be hitting their finger instead. Exactly. That's interesting. Very interesting stat. I did not know that. That kind of goes that way. But do they make that up? I don't <clears throat> I'm not really sure if that would be true. Well, how about then 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 look at this one. Thirteen percent of people have left the house wearing different colored socks. Yeah. Have I, you ever yeah, done that? Oh, sure, I have. Have you? Yeah. A uh, pink and a brown? You know, on those lazy days when <clears throat> I just can't find the right socks, mm-hmm. and I'll just, you know, grab any any colored ones, mm-hmm. whether they're matching or not. Nobody sees them under your pants leg. Yeah, nobody's going to look at your feet, right? No, no. no not at <laughs> nobody's all. Nobody's looking. And actually, isn't that the thing now where that's coming to be yeah. kind of in fapo with fashion? Yes. For sure. Um, news time, all brought to you by our good friends at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin, where the best deals in town on precious metals are St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Here's Bonnie with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. The Florida Department of Law Enforcement has finished an investigation into the Jeffrey Epstein case, finding no wrongdoing by either prosecutors or law enforcement. WPTV's Todd Wilson with the Insight. The FDLE has cleared both the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office and the Palm Beach State prosecutors of any wrongdoing when it comes to how they prosecuted and jailed the convicted sex offender. FDLE's criminal investigation was ordered by Governor DeSantis back in 2019. It focused on the 2008 plea deal reached, along with Epstein's incarceration and work release program, which was overseen by PBSO. During that time, Epstein was able to leave his jail cell for up to 12 hours a day, six days a week. Current attorney and former FBI agent Stuart Kaplan says what caught his eye was the lack of search warrants, subpoenas, or a grand jury in the investigation. He says it appears FDLE solely depended upon the cooperation and memory of those involved. I say that the quality of this investigation, meaning the thoroughness of this investigation, is quite incomplete and should not be relied upon as a basis to determine whether or not any criminal 
uh, violations were in fact committed during the Jeffrey Epstein investigation. In a statement, PBSO says there is an ongoing internal affairs investigation into any possible administrative violations, the results of which will be released in the near future. PBSO has since discontinued that work release program. Uh, Epstein died in 2019 while in custody in New York. His death has since been ruled a suicide. In Palm Beach County, Todd Wilson, WPTV News Channel 5. The U.S. is seeing a drop in hospitalizations, illnesses, and deaths from COVID-19. That's leading some to believe the country could be turning the corner in the fight against the coronavirus. WPTV's Ryan Hughes has more. On the playground with her two young kids, Lauren Pavlik is among the 58% of adults in the U.S. who have received at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. You know, I have older um, family members who I would want to protect and I just felt like it was the right thing to do. Experts say once more than 60% of adults nationwide receives at least one dose, we can start to see coronavirus cases and hospitalizations drop significantly. To reach a, a point where our society can get back to normal and the thing that's holding us back is unvaccinated people. Dr. David Dotson is an infectious disease specialist at Good Samaritan Hospital. He remains optimistic we can still reach herd immunity with 70 to 80 percent of the population vaccinated, which is key in avoiding another spike in cases. The less people, less people infected with COVID, the less chance for a variant to develop. Lauren is set to receive her second dose this week in hopes we truly are turning the corner. I think it's uh, giving people hope. I think it's great for our kids. I think it's great for um, adults just socially. If we can get back to normal, let's do it. Doctors are still trying to build confidence with the demand for the vaccine softening. The healthcare district of Palm Beach County says its mobile unit will be at the South Florida Fair Monday night offering both the Moderna and Johnson and Johnson vaccines. In Palm Beach County, Ryan Hughes, WPTV. News Channel 5. In South Florida, the Broward County School Board is expected to vote today on a separation agreement with Superintendent Robert Runsey. Under the deal, Runsey would be terminated with cause, receive 90 days notice, get 20 weeks severance with sick, vacation, medical and pension time included, along with a nearly $80,000 lump sum payout. It also includes paying the attorney fees through the indictment up front and being reimbursed if Mr. Runt is not found successful. Board Chair Dr. Roslyn Osgood says the district would cap legal fees at 25000 Runsey formally pleaded not guilty and has asked a judge to dismiss the felony perjury charge, accusing him of lying to a grand jury investigating the Parkland massacre. Wendy Grossman, Miami. Well, lastly, the state announced Monday that launch of Our Florida, an emergency assistance program that will help Floridians who have suffered due to the pandemic's economic impact on working class families. Over $800 million will be dispersed to the state. The money comes from remaining funds after the Department of Treasury issued $1.4 billion to Florida in emergency rental assistance funds, with approximately $529 million distributed directly by local governments, with populations over 200,000. The program is now accepting applications for families in need of aid regardless of their city of residence. Applicants must be low-income renters whose household income is at or below 80% of the area medium income. And uh, here's how to apply. If you want to find out more, you want to log on to www.ourflorida.com.
Some Major League Baseball scores. We have the Cincinnati Red, Reds. Um, they beat, uh, they, well, they walloped Pittsburgh 14-1. to Boston Red Sox lost to the Orioles 4-1. to L.A. Angels over the Houston Astros last night. Miami Marlins lose to the Diamondbacks 5-2. to And the Giants beat the Texas Rangers 3-1. to Newstime 654, we have weather and traffic together next. I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now in the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, what's going on outside? Well, the roads are, traffic's looking good. We're not finding any accidents to report right here on U.S. Highway 1. The major highways look clear at the moment. And we do like to say, if you see something, say something, tell us about it at 220-9788-220-WSTU. It's 75 in Stewart in Balzano, Italy. Showers in 63. Here's our weather at WPTV. Happy Tuesday, sunshines, waking up to temperatures in the mid to upper 70s under partly cloudy skies. This afternoon, highs in the upper 80s to low 90s with heat index values in the mid 90s. We'll see partly sunny skies throughout the day, then a 20% chance for showers and storms. Tomorrow, highs in the low 90s with a 40% chance for scattered showers and storms. Wet weather for Thursday and Friday as a front starts to move into the area. Staying steamy through the end of the work week with highs in the upper 80s. Slightly cooler, a little less humid by the weekend with highs in the mid 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220 220- This message from Florida Department of Health, Martin County. The COVID-19 vaccines are safe, available, and they are free. When you're vaccinated, you can get back to doing the things you used to enjoy before the pandemic. 
Being vaccinated means you're protecting yourself and the ones you love from getting sick from the virus. You can schedule an appointment for the vaccine with a local pharmacy or a healthcare provider. Visit vaccines.gov to find a location that's convenient for you. So keep yourself and your loved ones safe from COVID-19. Get vaccinated. When it comes to Medicare, it can be confusing and misleading. Sure, you can go to any particular company's presentation, but is that really the most effective way to go? Let my team look up your doctor's medications and see whether an Advantage or a Medigap plan is more suitable. Call me, Denny Artachi, 561-537-5897, and let my team simplify and explain your choices. After all, it's your health we're talking about. 561-537-5897. Attention, Treasure Coast girls. It's time for Camp at the River. With me, Coach Jamara Robinson, head coach of IRSC State Tournament Team. Our girls' basketball camp runs from June 14th through the 17th and again on June 28th through July 1st. Register online at IRSC Athletics slash camps. If you have any questions, email me at jrobinso at irsc.edu. I hope to see you soon at IRSC Main Campus. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. 6.59 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie, and uh, we're coming up top of the hour here just around the corner. News is coming up next. And then hour number two followed by hour number three right here. Don't go anywhere. WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is up next. We'll be back. saying 
They're evaluating every action the administration can take to mitigate the impact. The pipeline company also said it's working towards substantially restoring operational service by this weekend. Jill Nato, Fox News. There's been a school shooting in Kazan, Russia. The governor there says eight students and a teacher are dead with a 19-year-old suspect in custody and 21 people hospitalized. There are other reports that the number of dead is higher. America's listening to Fox News. It's Small Business Month, and Dell Technologies and Windows are celebrating your unstoppable drive. Save up to 45% on powerful PCs with Windows 10 Pro to work from anywhere, plus top monitors and docks for the ultimate business setup, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right business tech, server, storage, and cloud solutions at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL for Small Business Month savings. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP, produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. A wealthy businessman new to politics, Glenn Youngkin, wins the Republican nomination for governor in Virginia. He faces incumbent Democrat Ralph Northam in November. South of Jacksonville, Florida, the body of a 13-year-old girl was found and a 14-year-old boy is charged with her murder. Tristan Bailey was reported missing around 10 a.m. Sunday. Family, friends, and neighbors spent much of Mother's Day searching for Tristan. A man out for a walk found a body in a wooded area later identified as her. 14-year-old Aiden Fucci, who attended the same school as Tristan, is charged with second-degree murder. We can always increase the charge, but as we spoke of this, of this case last night, based on the facts we have, that's given time for our best gave team to continue to build a better and better case. He's being held at a juvenile detention center. No word on a cause of death as detectives await the results of an autopsy. Fox's Tom Rigotti. A ban on homeless camping takes effect today in Austin, Texas. Voters there approved Prop B, which makes outdoor camping in public areas illegal. This two years after the city approved an ordinance that led to numerous tent cities. Along sidewalks and under highway overpasses, businesses became overwhelmed and panhandling and aggressive behavior increased. Voters who approved Prop B say it means a safer city. Opponents of the measure say it only hurts the homeless, including with citations that they can't afford. Boxes Jeff Manasso. The award show needs a new home on TV, canceled by one of the networks. NBC announced that it's not going to air the 2022 Golden Globes. That's because the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, the group responsible for the award show, is facing backlash for not having any black members. So NBC released a statement saying, we continue to believe that the Hollywood Foreign Press Association is committed to meaningful reform. However, change of this magnitude takes time and work, and we feel strongly that the Hollywood Foreign Press Association needs time to do it right. We are hopeful we will be in a position to air the show in January 2023. That's Carly Shimkus. I'm Chris Foster. Fox News. Call the Lott Brothers for all your property insurance needs. Hi, I'm Frankie Lott. Give me a call, 468-1009. That's 468-1009. We represent the most competitive markets across the Treasure Coast and throughout the state of Florida, insuring your home, condo, auto, and boat, plus commercial. The Lott Brothers are available 24 hours a day for your convenience. Call me at Lot Insurance Services, 468-1009. 
Port St. Lucie and West Palm Beach are dressed up to host the most important event in world baseball, the America's Qualifier for the Tokyo Olympic Games. From May 31st to June 5th, Clover Park and 15 Park will host eight of the best teams in the Americas. The U.S., Cuba, Venezuela, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Canada, Colombia, and Nicaragua. Two daily games, one in the afternoon and seven at night. Eliminations from May 31st to June 2nd. Finals June 4th and 5th. America's baseball qualifiers road to Tokyo looking for their pass to the Olympic Games. Don't miss the opportunity to enjoy the magnificent event that'll have all the safety and hygiene standards for your protection and that of your family. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to tickets.com now. Hi, this is Denny Artachi, your host. When is the last time you did a checkup for your retirement plans? Are you getting enough income? How about minimizing taxes? And what's the plan in case you get sick? When is the last time you looked at your life insurance? You might be able to get better coverage with more benefits. So give me a call, 561-537-5897. That's 561-537-5897. Advisory services offered through Blackridge Asset Management, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Peak Ridge Brokerage Services, LLC. Blackridge Asset Management is a separate and independent entity from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much, Madam Announcer. It is Tuesday, May the 11th, 2021. I'm George W. Bush, and I approve this message. Well, thank you very much, Mr. President. Greatly appreciate it. It's not nice to fool Mother Nature. I will never fool Mother Nature, I promise you. You want to be like me, a love guy, the kind of guy women love to be with on a date. Uh, well, I don't know if I want to be a love god, but anyway, uh, it's 7.08 this morning. Would you certify, please? It's now 7.08 a.m. I can't believe he thought I was a love god, Bonnie. Oh, he might. What or... the heck was that guy thinking? <laughs> well, you could be a love god. I don't know. I'm not exactly a love god. I'm just me. I don't want to be no love god, that's for sure. Maybe if Cupid draws his bowl, bow back... Um, you can shoot that Oof. little bow and arrow at you. And I don't know. You'll become the love god. I don't know. Let's do some birthdays, though. The date is May the 11th, 2021. And uh, what do we got uh, this morning, Bonnie? What do you have for me? I don't know, but who are these people peering at me on your on your Facebook page? Who are oh. these lovely people? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> that, that, that just scared the bejesus out of me. I thought you knew them. No, I, I just was scrolling through my Facebook feed, <laughs> and I stopped, and I didn't realize I stopped there, and I looked, and I'm like, oh, wow. We have people. Watching. I know. Nice looking Wait, couple in there. Who they are? They're that peering is, intently oh, at us. That's an old friend of mine, Yvette Valet. Um, she used to come to a roller skating rink that I used to manage like 30 years ago. Oh, yep. Oh, you know, you know who? She, she's reminding me of uh, somebody famous right there. 
She's reminding me of uh, Tatum O'Neal. Oh. In that picture. Okay. She's got like uh, the Tatum hair going on and, and her okay. eyes. I'll just leave that there. This way you can feel like they're staring at you. How's that? <laughs> yeah. All right. Now you're being watched. Yeah, it makes me a little more nervous now that I'm doing the show, like looking at this kind of audience, like <laughs> looking at me so intently. I know, right? So uh, what do you got for me? Any any birthdays this morning? Oh, any birthdays? Yeah. Oh, happy birthday to my mother in the heavens. Hey! May hey now! May 11th. Wow. It How would old be, would have she been? It would be Barbara's birthday today, and I believe today she would have been huh. 88. Wow. My mom would be 88. And she passed away just a year ago. Just one year ago. Wow. on On uh, February 16th of 2020, right before COVID came. Right, yeah. Right when we... Right when we weren't really certain what COVID was all uh-huh, about. Uh-huh. And the weird thing about it, Evan, was yeah. she was almost going to, uh, the family was almost considering she might have to go to a nursing home. Right. And then instead of us, you know, as kids, we as kids taking her and moving her there, mm-hmm. she just opted out. She died in her sleep. Wow. She just didn't want to go. She knew it was time. Maybe. Yes, 88, that's a long, that's a good age to live to. It really, yeah. truly is. She lived a good life. Yeah, so she was really did. Um, still uh, 86 when she died then. Mm-hmm. I guess oh, I'm sorry, 86. That's all right, yep, she would have been 87 My dad year. died at 86 also. Yeah. My dad passed away at 86. It's a good, long, I yeah. guess, a good, long time to live. You really live your life. How many kids did your dad have? Just, uh, he had me, and then he had another son who was my half-brother, but I really never knew him. Yeah. Um, wasn't close with him at all. Um, so I, I think I maybe saw him three times in my entire life. Did you ever think you might want to get in touch with him and, and get to I know did. him a little bit? I did, but it was just, it was very weird. Because when my dad passed away, I got a call from him. He has since passed on, um, my half-brother. Um, but I got a call from him after my dad had passed and my dad wrote his own obituary okay and I published it exactly the way that my father wanted it published that's pretty neat okay yeah he wrote his own obituary my dad was very um he's a military guy was colonel in the army so he had everything outlined for me said listen when I pass you go to the tin can and everything is in the tin can, what you'll need mm. pertaining to all my final arrangements. There was an actual physical tin can There was a then? tin can, and it sits under my desk oh, wow. to this day. It's under the desk, and it's been under my, the desk since my dad passed in 07. That's interesting. So there's so writing it's 14 inside years. of this? Inside the tin can are all... The final arrangement instructions. Man. Who you call, where to call, what to call, when to call for all the different insurances, Mm -hmm. funeral arrangements, this, that, and the other. Everything was very meticulously laid out for me. You're kind of a meticulous guy yourself. That's where I get it from. Kind of take after your dad. That's where I get it from. That's, That's being raised in a military household. Yeah, I would gather. So. Yeah, he left all the uh, he left all these instructions for everything. Um, make sure you know I want to be buried in in my Class A uh, military formals, which he did. He says, please do not have them put 
my cover on my head. Now, the word cover means hat in military. Mm -hmm. So he says, please rest it on my chest. Nice. So nice. that's what we did. You did exactly that. Yeah, I did exactly yeah. that. I've got, I have, in my phone, I have pictures from his service. Uh -huh. I don't know how strong your stomach is. I can show them to you on the break if you want to see. Um, but um, he, he had the most, uh, uh, the most beautiful service that I've ever seen for a military yeah. person. Ooh. It was really amazing. Uh -huh. The uh, formalities that were done by the United States Army, they sent their funeral team down. Um, I was blown away how everything right. was handled. It wow. was way cool. Never seen anything like that before. Uh -huh. He got a 21-gun salute, the whole nine yards. Oh, boy. So it, it was, was like, wow. had to be beautiful. Yeah, it was like, wow. Very powerful. Did it make you emotional? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was a tough day for me. Yeah. Um, it's still tough, and even though it's been, uh, let me see, 17, 20, it's, it's been 14 years, um, I can talk about it more easily and not really get teary-eyed that much anymore. No, yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it just um, it tore me up big time. Yeah, you know what really etched in my memory what tore me up before was watching my dad's reaction at my grandpa, his dad's funeral. Yeah, when they um, had the American flag on the casket, and then when they played taps, yeah, my own father began to weep. Yeah. He began to cry. So that, at that moment, that made mm -hmm. me very emotional. Yeah. That's a picture of uh, the sergeant giving my daughter the flag oh, from my father's beautiful. coffin. I could not accept it. Yeah. I just, I, I was a basket case. Oh. That's the 21-gun salute. Oh, what a day. Yeah, yep. I just, I could not accept it. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I couldn't. It was just too... Uh, um, too emotional. I think whenever that taps does start to play at those, yeah. that that's when I get emotional the most. Yeah. That's when it really sets in. Um, and and the final, oh boy, I'm, and my, I'll never forget my mom at my at her mom's yeah. funeral. I was sitting right next to my mom, and then yeah. when they bring that casket out, yeah, and that finality about it, yeah, that's when my mom started. Are you to okay cry. with me showing you a picture? Uh, Is what that kind okay? of picture? It's just it's my dad laying laying there. With the hat on his on his on oh, his chest, I, I is that think okay? I can handle it. Okay, so that's my, that's my dad, Ooh. and you can see you can see the hat. Yes, right there. Those are some of the many medals that he received in the army. That's intriguing, and that's his um, senior Olympics medals right there. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. So yeah, it was yeah. Um, it was beautiful. It really was. It was. Um, it's something I'll never forget. So, like, when you die, do you want uh, to be cremated, or do you? Mind, I don't know. Do you want people coming there to to look at you for one final time? Does you that know, bother I don't, you? I don't know. I'm. I'm <laughs> not. Know? Honestly, I don't. Um, I really don't know. Yeah. Um. I. I'm. I don't know. I don't know what I want done. I want them to play that song by Van Halen at my funeral. It's mm -hmm. called "Right Now." Oh. Right now. Okay. This moment is right yeah, here and now. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why. I, I just I, I think I just want them to play that one. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm undecided. We had a uh, we had an Irish priest. There's the uh, the priest right there at ah. the graveside uh, reading the final yeah uh, quotations from the Bible and things like that. Uh, but uh, um, and they don't call it a, a funeral anymore either. Isn't it more like called a celebration of life? Well, a lot it, of people are calling it that. It now. really depends. The uh, that's the bugler in the background playing taps right there. Oh, and that's boy. the uh, military 
some of the military people there. Beautiful. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. That was the folding of the flag right there. So, yeah, it's um, it, it was cool. I bet it your da- cool. you're glad your dad laid it down for you, like, step by step. <sighs> I, I, I think like I... like a huge occasion. Man, I'd have been, uh, I'd have been a basket case. Oh, no doubt. If, if things were not organized the way yeah. they were organized... Um, yeah, I, I don't know what I would have done. Where I mean, did our Where did our beautiful people go? Oh, what I, I what scrolled, happened to Tatum I, O'Neill? I, <laughs> I scrolled around. I got tired of being stared at. <laughs> anyway, so you have any birthdays, by the way? I my mom. Okay, Mommy. happy birthday, mom. Yep. All right, very good. Uh, Sabrina Carpenter, twenty two years old today. That's a decent star turned singer. Lana Condors, twenty four years old. That's Lara Jean Covey in the Netflix trilogy All the Boys I've Loved Before. Kim Newton. Is 32 years old today. Oh, That's the quarterback. The, yeah, the former yes. Carolina Panthers quarterback. And now with New England. Mm-hmm. Wonder how they're going to do this year. Right. Prince Royce is 32. That's the Puerto Rican singer. Um, he's got many hits out. Black China's 33. That's Rob Kardashian's crazy baby mama. Oh, yeah. She used to be with, uh, I don't know if she ever married Rob, but they, they do have a child together. Mm-hmm. I, they might have been married. Mm-hmm. Uh, how old is she today? 33. Black China. I wonder why they call her Black China. B-L-A-C. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. Why didn't they call her White China? Well, it's W-H-Y-T-E. H-Y-T-E. I don't know. That's not her real legal name, though. I that's probably, just a nickname. Probably not. Martha Quinn, MTV VJ. Remember her, Bonnie? I sure do. Martha Quinn. She's 62. I remember her with that sleek, nice black hair. Yep. And so um, snow white kind of skin. Uh-huh. Six, 62 today. 62 years yep. old today. I, I think those, all of those MTV VJs are in, must be in their early 60s They'll be right in nursing now. homes pretty soon like before you know it. Alan <clears throat> Hunter. Oh, my still, gosh. I remember him. He still rocks. And right. I like to hear Nina Blackwood. Yeah. I, I like the raspy voice that mm-hmm. she has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, every now and then I catch her on my XM. Okay. Um, today is National Eat What You Want Day. It's National Eat What You Want Day. Mm. So you know what that means, Bonnie? You just eat whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, I guess so. We, we you don't, don't have, have a any, care in the world. We don't have anything to eat here, though, this no. morning. And I have to no. stay here all the way on up till 11 with you. Oh, don't feel bad. I'm the same way. <laughs> but I'm you, the same you way. You at least brought something in. Well, I always, I have to have, if, if you ever notice, yeah. I have a ritual every morning when you get here. You ever notice that at like 5.50... I eat my yogurt. I noticed that. And at 8.30, on certain days, 8.30, I'll eat my breakfast. 8.30 you do, yep. 8.30. At certain days, I'll eat my breakfast. And other certain days, I'll eat my breakfast at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like yeah, it's yeah. like a, a daily ritual that I, I do. I kind of noticed that pattern. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that yeah. reminds me. It's I, I have banana yogurt at home in my fridge. You should have brought I it in. Li- I like banana yogurt. You should have brought it in. And I like vanilla yogurt, too. Seven- Adding berries to it is Vanilla's good. Vanilla is very good. Yep. 17 days until Memorial Day. It's a national holiday where we remember those that gave the ultimate sacrifice. 40 days until Father's Day. And you know what's in 54 days? 50 54 days. Labor Day? No. 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 54 days would be of the 4th of July, maybe? Nope. Take another guess. Oh, boy. Aw, shucks. Come on. Here's a little hint for you. Yeah, the 4th of July. There you go. a girl. Oh, I said the 4th of July. Maybe you didn't hear me. Oh, you did? I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. I apologize. <laughs> That's, That's okay. my bad. Let me clean the wax out of my ears. I'm so sorry. I apologize for that. 
I, I'll have to play the tape back. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> 54 days till the 54, July 4th? 54 days. And this will be the first 4th of July in nine years that we do not have fireworks at uh, Clover Park. Oh, really? So yeah. Why not? You had fireworks just the other day, right? Well, 4th of July we're talking about. We haven't, we've, we've had fireworks every July 4th for the past nine years. I've worked there. Yeah. So this year we don't have fireworks on July 4th because the team does not play at home that night. Oh, that's too bad. Yep. So and we had fireworks this past Saturday night. July 4th will be on a Sunday, it mm-hmm. looks like this year, right? Yep. And the Sunday, the games on Sundays are at 12 noon. Oh, okay. Can't do fireworks at 12 noon. Just uh, won't happen. Yeah. Won't happen. It won't be right to do fireworks in the daytime. We would only hear the sonic. You'd boom. only hear it exactly. Yeah. Seven twenty-two on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news. Let's head over to the news desk where Bonnie's standing by with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. With the official start of hurricane season less than one month away, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says he's concerned with the high water level at Lake Okeechobee and fears the likelihood of harmful water releases over the summer. WPTV's Derek Lowe has the story. Lawmakers presented no quick fix for this summer, but say that the Army Corps of Engineers needs to dump water from the lake during the winter months to help keep the levels low during hurricane season. Along the St. Lucie River. We have lived in this area for almost right at seven years. Jensen Beach resident Jeff Field says it's a privilege to walk along the water, a stroll he couldn't take in 2018 when toxic algae was widespread. So we get bottlenecked every couple of years and it, it's disgusting. It's it's, it's it's aggravating. On Monday, Governor Ron DeSantis flew over Lake Okeechobee, currently sitting two and a half feet higher compared to this time last year, and now just three feet below levels prompting discharges. We are seeing evidence of blooms in and around the lake, um, and because of these uh, these high levels, you know, we are assuming that the core is going to be discharging uh, some of this, this water with uh, a lot of algae content. Congressman Brian Mast says toxicity levels are over 100 times higher than what the Environmental Protection Agency recommends anyone come into contact with. Not only are there short-term impacts from exposure, including respiratory ailments and liver disease, but we're concerned about the neurodegenerative diseases like ALS and Parkinson's. Eve Samples with Friends of the Everglades says her organization is urging the governor to declare a state of emergency, allowing him to move more water south before hurricane season. Think that a little bit of hardship on the farmers south of the lake is worth the trade-off if we're allowed to prevent a, an environmental catastrophe from occurring. While the governor says he wants the lake better managed year-round, the Army Corps of Engineers says that they have no plans as of now to send any water east to the Treasure Coast. Reporting in Stewart, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV, News Channel 5. Democratic candidate for governor Charlie Crist blames incumbent Ron DeSantis for hurting the Florida's cruise ship industry. Crist is calling Florida's ban on vaccine passports a threat to business. As Norwegian Cruise Lines announced, it will leave the state if it can't enact its own coronavirus passport for passengers. Chris says banning the passports hurts travelers' confidence in the safety of the ships. Meanwhile, the attorney general, with the support of Governor DeSantis, is suing the CDC, saying its restrictions on cruising are what's hurting the industry. 
I'm Chris Trankman. A deadly shooting outside an immigration office in Orlando appears to be a case of domestic violence. Police say a man and woman were walking outside the building yesterday morning when the woman's ex-husband fired shots at them from a passing car. The man was killed, but the woman was not hurt. The suspect was arrested in Kissimmee. A 13-year-old Florida girl who was reported missing near Jacksonville has been found dead and her classmate has been arrested on a murder charge. The body of Tristan Bailey was discovered Sunday night in a wooded area in St. Johns County. Sheriff Robert Hardwick confirmed Monday morning during a news conference. A 14-year-old boy who attended the same school as Tristan has been arrested on a charge of second-degree murder. Tristan was reported missing Sunday morning. Her family told investigators she had last been seen about 1.15 a.m. at a community center. A man who was out for a walk found her body about 6 p.m. and called 911, Hardwick said. Hardwick wouldn't discuss many of the details, including how Tristan died, but did say she was fully clothed when the body was found. This is a long process, he said. We're in the very early stages of this. Career source Palm Beach County is on a mission to help veterans get back to work or find a new career. The organization is holding a veterans employment workshop Wednesday from 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. The free workshop will offer veterans a wide variety of assistance, including resume building, mock job interviews, and help in signing up for benefits. To find out more or to request a seat, call 561 561- Three four zero one zero six zero extension twenty three fifteen, or you know, give us a call right here. I would be more than happy to repeat that number for you. We're at two two zero ninety seven eighty eight. Lastly, Oprah Winfrey and Prince Harry are teaming up for a series that will delve into mental health issues and feature segments from athletes and stars like Lady Gaga and Glenn Close. The me you can't see will be a multi-part documentary series that will debut on Apple TV on May 21st. Winfrey and the Duke of Sussex will guide honest discussions about mental health and emotional well-being while opening up about their mental health journeys and struggles, according to Monday's announcement. Aaron Rodgers leaving the Green Bay Packers is a real possibility. And as potential trade destinations continue to be rumored, the Denver Broncos have emerged as a true contender to land the reigning NFL MVP. There's reportedly a real possibility Rodgers could end up with the Broncos, according to NFL Network. The Broncos currently have the second most cap space available at over $25 million, only behind Jacksonville. And Rodgers would immediately turn Denver into a Super Bowl contender because he's an instant upgrade over Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke, the two quarterbacks on the roster fighting for the starting job. News time is 728. We'll have weather and traffic together next. This will be another El Nino year. 
although a weaker one. So if you incurred roof damage in the last two years, Code Red Roofers is there to help you with all of your roofing needs. Code Red Roofers, the roofers who respond 24-7. And there are flexible payment options for metal, tile, shingle, or flat roofs. Code Red Roofers, say habla espanol. Code Red Roofers, 844-4-CODE-RED. That's 844-4-CODE-RED. Seven twenty nine, right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. All brought to you by Code Red Roofers, Bonnie. Well, Evan, we are seeing an accident now in Martin County. This is on I ninety five northbound in Palm City at mile marker one zero eight. I ninety five northbound, and there's no roadblock from that accident. Other areas, including in St. Lucie County, it's looking like a pretty good ride this morning. There's your latest look at traffic. It is 75 in Palm City. It's 43 and cloudy in Dawson City, Canada in the Yukon. And here's our forecast at WPTV. Happy Tuesday sunshines waking up to temperatures in the mid to upper 70s under partly cloudy skies. This afternoon highs in the upper 80s to low 90s with heat index values in the mid 90s. We'll see partly sunny skies throughout the day, then a 20% chance for showers and storms. Tomorrow, highs in the low 90s with a 40% chance for scattered showers and storms. Wet weather for Thursday and Friday as a front starts to move into the area. Staying steamy through the end of the work week with highs in the upper 80s. Slightly cooler, a little less humid by the weekend with highs in the mid 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with EXP Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. I bring 20 plus years experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com. The Slam Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait Wait, feel great and look fantastic with a little help from Dr. Fred J. Razaker of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What is your quality of life? The OWN Insurance Group plans on improving it on our Quality of Life radio show Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the OWN Insurance Group, along with Tom Bouvier. We'll help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget, 
the Quality of Life radio show, Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa. Let's get back to the Get Up and Go show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. This is not headline news. NBC has dropped the Golden Globes, which means the number of award shows is now down to a paltry 46,378. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are spending a lot of time together again. Social media says they're okay with anything that results from this, short of Gigli 2. Bill and Melinda Gates have reportedly been working on their divorce since 2019. It's taken so long because the divorce papers were sent using Microsoft Outlook. Scientists say space junk prevents us from seeing stars. Unless that star is Scott Bayo, then you're not seeing a star because he's not a star. <laughs> and today is National Eat What You Want Day. For those of you who waited until today to celebrate, bless your hearts. This is not headline news. Yeah, from not headline news, we go to the stupid stuff. And now it's time for Stupid News. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? Are you effing stupid? All right, how would you rate that on a scale of 1 to 10? You sound very much like that kazoo. That's, is really? that, that is a kazoo, right? Woo! I just got a head rush from doing <laughs> Did that. Did you really? Man, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to fall out of my chair. See, now you should do that more often. Woo! That was brutal. <laughs> uh, where's Phil when you need him? I know, right? Um, there's a 22-year-old guy named Rudy Batten who busted into a McDonald's in England recently with a fake gun and a knife, oh, and wow. he demanded two things. He demanded two things, Bonnie. He demanded all the money in the safe. And a Big Mac? No, chicken nuggets. Oh, why The of employees gave him all $600, and so they, or or that's what was in the safe, but they couldn't help him with the McNuggets because it was only breakfast time. Oh. <laughs> and as we all know, McDonald's cannot and will not make lunch food. During breakfast hours. And they probably were out of sauce. Or vice versa. Yeah. Now, even if you've got weapons, they're still not going to make your chicken nuggets. Right. (laughs) So Rudy had to settle for a double sausage McMuffin. The police were able to identify him from the security camera footage, and he was eventually arrested. And earlier this week, he was sentenced to six years in jail. Oh, wow. With no chicken nuggets. Man, I'm telling you. And, you know... To do a thing like that and, yeah. and to go into a McDonald's and do it. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> and he demanded chicken nuggets along with the money. Yeah. I mean, come on. You know, <laughs> anybody knows that when you go to McDonald's to eat, breakfast is served till 1030. Mm-hmm. And then they start preparing the lunch menu. He was having a bad day just like Michael Douglas and falling down. Falling down. Now, uh, there's a movie you should see. There is a scene in that where Michael Douglas is having a very bad day and mm-hmm. They he wants breakfast in the restaurant, which mm-hmm. is like a fast food. Right. And uh, she tells him, we're no longer serving breakfast, sir. Oh, wow. And he gets really pumped and upset about it. He got ticked off. You got to see the scene. It's, okay. it's, it's really, it's large. Okay. It's large. All right. Very good. 
Um, authorities at Gettysburg National Military Park in Pennsylvania say that a man was rescued after a tree that fell during high winds trapped him inside a portable toilet. Oh, wow. Really? Yes. Oh, it my gosh. trapped him inside the crapper. Oh, good gosh. Right? Were they able to get him out of there? The fire department said on its Facebook page that the crew treated it like a car entrapment. Yeah. They had to get the jaws of life. I bet they would. Cut away the tree with a chainsaw. Oh. And then cutting the portable toilet open mm. with another saw. The assistant chief said he was very lucky. It was a large tree yeah. and it just missed striking him as he was sitting on the toilet. Really? Yes. Oh, now, it could gosh. have been very serious. The visitor was very alert and talked to EMS as he was placed in the ambulance to be taken to the hospital with injuries not considered life-threatening. Mm, now, can wow. you imagine, Bonnie, you're at an event, you're you're out and about somewhere, okay, and you have to use the restroom. This is like a porta potty Okay, and yeah. all that's around is a porta potty Oh, gosh. So yeah. you go in the porta potty you close the door, <laughs> you lock the latch, and you sit down. And all of a sudden, 20 seconds later... Bang. Yeah. Scares the crap out of you. Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. Scares the crap out right? of you. And now you're stuck <laughs> in this porta potty. I, you know, I, I couldn't even imagine. I don't the know what I would be thinking. The smell alone had to be ridiculously insane. Oh, I'm telling you. Oof. <laughs> That reminds me of, you know, my, my grandpa, my grandma and grandpa had an outhouse. It was like a little white outhouse that sat outside. They did? And I had a cat that was, uh, looked like, just like Jack Frosty, only his name was Jeremiah. Okay. <laughs> Jeremiah. Was a bulldog. And I, I couldn't find Jeremiah. And, you know, I was looking all over, Jeremiah. Right. Like I would call Jeremiah. Uh -huh. I went inside the outhouse and I looked down there. <laughs> and there was Jeremiah. Jeremiah was... <laughs> Underneath the crapper, down in that hole, that <laughs> looking up at me in that outhouse. He got in the hole yeah. inside the crapper. Yeah. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> and I think wow. I, don't ask. Me, he must have just Ooh. like um, jumped out of there or something. I I did not reach down and grab him. I would hope not. <laughs> oh my! But I mean. He, he found a very big lit litter box that day. <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> and a perfect one because an outside litter box at that. No smell in the house. Wow. Only in the outhouse. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I can't believe the cat was looking up at you from the hole in the, <laughs> in the crapper. Wow. <laughs> Pretty interesting. Um, the cat really was looking up at you from the hole. Yeah. This big, um, you know, beautiful white Turkish Angora kitty. And the the, wow. the Turkish Angoras are so beautiful, okay. like my Jack Frosty. And wow. yeah, the poor little guy looking up. <laughs> I could see this little white blob of fur in this big black hole. Save you me, know? save me, <laughs> yeah. save me. Um, an elderly married couple broke out of their assisted living facility in Lebanon, Tennessee recently. Were they quarantined in no, there or something? No, they both have dementia and Alzheimer's. Oh. So they were in a locked wing. Oh. But it turns out the husband 
used to be in the military, and he was trained in what is called Morse code. That trained him to memorize the patterns of the door locks so he'd listen to the staff punch in the key codes for the door, and he eventually cracked the code so he could get out. No kidding. Yes. He had like a, a trained ear for that sort now, of thing. Now, are we really sure that this guy has dementia or Alzheimer's for him to be able to do something like this? No. Well, wow. Um, that the couple was found yeah. about 30 minutes later after they escaped. They were walking down the road a few blocks from the retirement home. The home was fined $2,000 by the state for allowing the couple to escape. Mm, that's interesting. Was that out of the country? You said that wasn't a No, that was in co- Tennessee. In Tennessee. Lebanon, Tennessee. Oh, Lebanon, Tennessee. That's yeah. like a That's an odd story. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the guy Interesting though. The guy was in the military. So when they would tap the buttons, yeah, yeah. they would make different sounds. Yeah. And he memorized the tapping of mm-hmm. the different sounds. So obviously, there's a keypad on the inside of the door to let you out, mm-hmm. and there's obviously a keypad on the outside of the door to let you in. And he listened to the way they tapped the buttons, and that's how he memorized what it. What if it sounded like um, the tapping of a home alarm system or some sort of thing? I don't know. You know, but I, 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 I don't know. know how. But that's... um. That's pretty interesting. It sure is. That's that's, that's that pretty really, interesting. Really is. I guarantee you that they uh, probably have moved those keypads by now. Probably. And yeah. um, you know they they don't have to worry about that. I anymore. hope they have kids and children that come to visit them. That's kind of like a, a sad sort of story. It is. Know, if, it if, is. If they both have dementia and it's sad. They want to get but out you wonder, together. You wonder about if the guy actually had. Um, dementia or Alzheimer's because he was able to be cognizant enough to memorize the keypad strokes. So it does make you wonder. Yes, yes, indeed it does. Was he faking? Possibly. I don't don't, know. We don't know. We don't. We don't know. We'll we'll never know. That's stupid news for a uh, Tuesday morning. From the stupid stuff, we go to the real stuff. It's all brought to you by our good friends at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals on any type of precious metals. Please go visit our good friend Hawk Levy at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Here's Bonnie with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. The U.S. is seeing a drop in hospitalizations, illnesses, and deaths from COVID-19. That's leading some to believe the country could be turning the corner in the fight against the coronavirus. WPTV's Ryan Hughes has more. On the playground with her two young kids, Lauren Pavlik is among the 58% of adults in the U.S. who have received at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. You know, I have older um, family members who I would want to protect, and I just felt like it was the right thing to do. Experts say once more than 60% of adults nationwide receives at least one dose, we can start to see coronavirus cases and hospitalizations drop significantly. To reach a, a point where our society can get back to normal and the thing that's holding us back is 
unvaccinated people. Dr. David Dotson is an infectious disease specialist at Good Samaritan Hospital. He remains optimistic we can still reach herd immunity with 70 to 80 percent of the population vaccinated, which is key in avoiding another spike in cases. The less people, less people infected with COVID, the less chance for a variant to develop. Lauren is set to receive her second dose this week in hopes we truly are turning the corner. I think it's uh, giving people hope. I think it's great for our kids. I think it's great for um, adults just socially. If we can get back to normal, let's do it. Doctors are still trying to build confidence with the demand for the vaccine softening. The healthcare district of Palm Beach County says its mobile unit will be at the South Florida Fair Monday night, offering both the Moderna and Johnson and Johnson vaccines. In Palm Beach County, Ryan Hughes, WPTV. News Channel 5. The state announced Monday the launch of Our Florida, an emergency assistance program that will help Floridians who have suffered due to the pandemic's economic impact on working class families. Over $800 million will be dispersed to the state. The money comes from remaining funds after the Department of the Treasury issued $1.4 billion to Florida in emergency rental assistance funds, with approximately $529 million distributed directly by local governments with populations over 200,000. The program is now accepting applications for families in need of aid, regardless of their city of residence. Applicants must be low-income renters whose household income is at or below 80% of the area medium income. Renters with income at or below 50% and families who have experienced unemployment within the past 90 days will be given priority. Now, to find out more and to learn about required documentation and how to apply, you can log on to OurFlorida.com. In South Florida, the Broward County School Board is expected to vote today on a separation agreement with Superintendent Robert Runcy. Under the deal, Runcy would be terminated with cause, receive 90 days notice, get 20 weeks severance with sick, vacation, medical and pension time included, along with a nearly $80,000 lump sum payout. It also includes paying the attorney fees through the indictment up front and being reimbursed if Mr. Runcy is not found successful. Board Chair Dr. Roslyn Osgood says the district would cap legal fees at $25,000. Runcy formally pleaded not guilty and has asked a judge to dismiss the felony perjury charge, accusing him of lying to a grand jury investigating the Parkland massacre. Wendy Grossman, Miami. A longtime figure at Kennedy Space Center is moving to a new position in Washington. NASA announced yesterday that KSC director Bob Cabana is being promoted to its number three position. Lastly, career source uh, Palm Beach County is on a mission to help veterans get back to work or find a new career. The organization is building a veterans employment workshop tomorrow from 8.30 to 10.30 in the morning. The free workshop will offer veterans a wide variety of assistance, including resume building, mock job interviews, and help in signing up for benefits. To find out more or request a seat, you can call 561 340 1060 extension 2315. If you would like that number repeated, call us here at the morning show. We're at 220-9788-220-WSTU. Tim Tebow is on track for a return to football. 
NFL Network reports the Jacksonville Jaguars are planning to sign the former Heisman Trophy winning quarterback as a tight end. The move would reunite Tebow with head coach Urban Meyer after their days at Florida. The 33-year-old last played in an NFL game with the New York Jets in 2012 before a brief stint in minor league baseball. It's expected to be a one-year deal. I'm Rick Hoshul. Our news time 748, and we'll have weather and traffic together next. I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, what's going on outside? We do see one accident. It's on I-95 northbound in Palm City at mile marker 108. And traffic's getting through right there. There's not any roadblock from the accident. Other areas are looking good. And there's your latest look at traffic. It's 73 in Stewart. Tool, Utah this morning, a clear sky in 37. Here's our weather at WPTV. Happy Tuesday, sunshines, waking up to temperatures in the mid to upper 70s under partly cloudy skies. This afternoon, highs in the upper 80s to low 90s with heat index values in the mid 90s. We'll see partly sunny skies throughout the day, then a 20% chance for showers and storms. Tomorrow, highs in the low 90s with a 40% chance for scattered showers and storms. Wet weather for Thursday and Friday as a front starts to move into the area. Staying steamy through the end of the work week with highs in the upper 80s. Slightly cooler, a little less humid by the weekend with highs in the mid 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. This message from Florida Department of Health, Martin County. 
The COVID-19 vaccines are safe, available, and they are free. When you're vaccinated, you can get back to doing the things you used to enjoy before the pandemic. Being vaccinated means you're protecting yourself and the ones you love from getting sick from the virus. You can schedule an appointment for the vaccine with a local pharmacy or a healthcare provider. Visit vaccines.gov to find a location that's convenient for you. So keep yourself and your loved ones safe from COVID-19. Get vaccinated. With any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Colhane, Associate Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people, increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress, better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. The Marlins visit Arizona on Monday and Wednesday at 940 and then on to Los Angeles over the weekend. The New York Mets visit Tampa Saturday and Sunday afternoon at 105. The St. Louis Mets travel to Daytona Friday at 6. Don't forget Sunday night baseball Sunday at 6 with St. Louis and San Diego. Major League Baseball is brought to you by the Indian River State Athletic Department. Seacoast Air Conditioning, Las Brisas Mexican Restaurant in Fort Pierce, Nice Air, La Quintoc Foundation Martin County, Hoskins, Turco, Lloyd and & Lloyd, and St. Lucie Draft House. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 7.54 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. And coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, it's going to be John Budenseek. Uh, Major John Budenseek is going to be here from the Martin County Sheriff's Office. The sheriff is busy. Um, he's he's been really busy lately. Major John Budenseek has been doing a lot of uh, filling in for him and doing a fantastic job. And uh, we're going to be talking with uh, the major uh, coming up in just a little bit. We're going to be talking um, about let me see uh, the teenage driving. We're going to talk about teenage driving and what parents and teens need to know when getting their driver's licenses. For the teenagers. Oh, yeah. There's like, you know, it's like the teenagers, um, they have the driving skills, but Mm -hmm. there are things that um, maybe they don't know. And, um, you know, they're more apt and likely to to make mistakes out on the road. Agreed. Why even with our young, our young Missy Topanga, who is going to be. Oh, good gosh. I should know how old she is. She is either 16 or... Is she going to be 15 or 16? She's going to be 16 in October. So she has her learner's permit Learner's permit. And we've been doing like uh, just like a lot of riding along with her. Mm -hmm. And so she can hone in on those uh, driving skills while Mm -hmm. we're present. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How's she doing with her driving? She does very well. She's... uh, you know, she's a straight-A student. We're very proud of her. When she comes down here, does she drive Gary's car or your car? She'll drive mine once in a while. She has okay. driven Gary's. Okay. She'll you drive, sit in the front seat, obviously. Um, yeah, and she'll drive me to the store or okay. something. Okay. 
Does she do 10 and 2 when she's driving? I can't remember. I, 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 I'm pretty sure she does. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, you know, she like we went to Walgreens, too, the other day. And mm-hmm. then, I don't know, to get back, though, I had to make some kind of a U-turn. And oh. uh, Prima Vista Boulevard was getting rather busy for a Sunday morning. Usually, usually I don't see it that busy on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So then it was kind of like busy looking. So then I got in the seat. But oh. she did drive from my house to the store. You know, okay. Okay. How does she do? Is she does she get nervous at all? Um, she doesn't seem to be nervous, but okay. just like really attentive on her driving, like she should be. Okay. And you know, that's what we're hoping. Like, if you know how teens can get in the vehicle with other teens when you're not there, and the focus. Right. I kind of want to uh, give her the incentive that even if you have your peers in the car, mm-hmm. the focus should not be on the radio right. on. Uh, who said this? Who said what? It should right. be on your driving yeah. and the road up ahead. Yeah, Gavin learned that at a very young age. Um, a month, um, in fact, it was on May 31st. He, he got his license April 20th, uh, and on May 31st, he ran into the back of somebody. Okay, that's because he had a friend in the car, yeah. wasn't paying attention, radio was turned up loud, and it's a lesson to be learned. And we had to pay out. And the insurance went sky high because of that. And it's going to stay sky high for another year. But he pays the insurance. He, you know, honed up to it. And, you know, you live from your mistakes. And, and you know, he's, he's matured since then. And now he he realizes, you you know, having a car is a – that's, that, that's basically yeah. – it, it's a missile. It's it, a yeah. weapon. You can kill somebody with a car. It's a large, heavy unit, right, yeah. Evan? Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's, it's, it's a missile. It's a missile on I wheels. Know. And when not taken care of properly, um, you could do damage. Oh, and, and thank God he didn't really hurt anybody when he ran into the back of the other yeah. person's vehicle. Yeah, and there's no laughing at that because no. kids are kids, and it's sometimes like an accident is bound to happen just because they're they don't they haven't driven as long as as we've been driving right either they There's think a lot they to learn. Uh, they think they know it all but they don't they don't know it all because we have many many years of of driving on the road and driving experience opposed to the newer drivers that are just you know it's like ah don't worry dad i'm okay you know yeah i know what i'm doing and and we you didn't know. we didn't grow up with that darn texting and driving either that's yeah. my big one of my biggest pet peeves is yeah you know, anybody driving should not have a a phone in their hand mm-hmm. even. I mean, it, it's just absurd to me. It is what it is. Unfortunately, it's the day and age of what we live in. Technology is what we live in uh, in these days. And unfortunately, um, we just have to be careful. That's really all basically it. But uh, Major John Budensee going to be here from the Martin County Sheriff's Office. We're going to have a great discussion about teen drivers and texting and driving and this, that, and the other stuff. He'll be up next right here at WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next. Don't go anywhere.
I'm Chris Foster of Fox News. The militant group Hamas has fired dozens of rockets over the Gaza border. The Israeli military is fighting back. <laughs> Israel has launched new airstrikes on Gaza, a second day of military action. In the other direction, sirens have again sounded across Israel as Palestinian militants keep up a barrage of rockets, firing dozens more today. The cross-border fighting erupted yesterday evening, an escalation after weeks of tensions in Jerusalem. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says fighting could, quote, continue for some time. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. More kids could start getting vaccinated for coronavirus as soon as this week. The FDA's emergency authorization of the Pfizer vaccine in children as young as 12 could speed that age group's return to traditional classrooms. And regulators may consider that vaccine for use in even younger kids in the fall. Fox's Jonathan Sari. President Biden says he disagrees with the idea that $300 a week in enhanced federal unemployment benefits is causing a labor shortage. We're going to make it clear that anyone collecting unemployment who is offered a suitable job must take the job or lose their unemployment benefits. He knows the economy, though, still has 8 million fewer jobs than before the coronavirus pandemic started. And several studies show little or no evidence that getting unemployment aid discourages working. But with a lot of help-wanted signs up, the governors of Arkansas, Montana, and South Carolina say those federal benefits will end for people in their states by the end of June. People just won't come to work because they're getting as much money or, or more, in some cases, by staying home. South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster on Fox. At least eight people, seven eighth graders and a teacher, are reported killed in a shooting at a school in Kazan, Russia. A 19-year-old suspect is under arrest. America's listening to Fox News. It's Small Business Month, and Dell Technologies and Windows are celebrating your unstoppable drive. Save up to 45% on powerful PCs with Windows 10 Pro to work from anywhere, plus top monitors and docks for the ultimate business setup, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right business tech, server, storage, and cloud solutions at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL for Small Business Month savings. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Colorado Springs Mayor John Southers says a shooting at a birthday party over the weekend appears to have been a case of domestic violence. Seven people died, including the gunman who killed himself and his girlfriend. President Biden says a million Americans have signed up for health insurance under the Affordable Care Act during a special six-month enrollment period opened in February. A Supreme Court decision is expected later this year on a legal challenge to Obamacare brought by Republican state's attorneys general. A new series of quarters honoring women will be released starting next year. The American Women Quarters program will honor as many as 20 women. And the first to be featured on the quarter are writer and poet Maya Angelou and the first woman to fly in space, astronaut Sally Ride. In a statement, the U.S. Mint says the women honored will come from a wide spectrum of fields, including suffrage, civil rights, government, science, abolition, humanities, space, and the arts. And that they'd be from, quote, ethnically, racially, and geographically diverse 
diverse backgrounds. The Mint has asked the public for suggestions for future coins, and no living person will be featured on them. The coins will be released over the next four years. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. In basketball, getting to double digits in three of these five categories in a game, points, rebounds, assists, steals, or blocked shots, is known as a triple-double. And there's a new record for those in the NBA. Russ all alone in the record books. The fadeaway. And there it is. History. Russell Westbrook has just surpassed Oscar Robertson. Audio courtesy of NBC Sports Washington. Russell Westbrook pulling down that defensive rebound in the fourth quarter of Monday's game for his 10th rebound of the night. That would give the Washington Wizards star his 182nd career triple-double, surpassing the record held by Hall of Famer Oscar Robertson dating back to 1974. Westbrook finishing with a team-high 28 points to go along with 21 assists and 13 rebounds. However, the Wizards would end up falling to the Atlanta Hawks in a close one, 125-124. to that's Matt Napolitano. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. This message from Florida Department of Health, Martin County. Still wondering about whether you should get the COVID-19 vaccine? Well, the answer is yes. The COVID-19 vaccine protects you and keeps you healthy so you can keep working and doing the things that you like to do. The vaccines are safe, free, and available all across our community. You can schedule an appointment for the vaccine with a local pharmacy or a health care provider. Visit vaccines.gov to find a location near you. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. Are you looking for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed Realtor with EXP Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. I bring 20-plus years' experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bond. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. It is Tuesday, May the 11th, 2021. You're the most famous person in the world. I know I'm famous, that's for sure. I'll smack you. No, you're not going to smack me, okay? That was really a productive segment, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we have a productive segment coming up here in just a moment. But first, we have to certify our time like we always do. It is 8.07. Mr. Clock, would you please certify that? It's now 8.07 a.m. Where's that music, Bonnie? You know what that means, don't you? Yes. That's right. It's time to get serious, folks. It's time to get serious, folks. They call him the man with a plan that only can step in 
for when the sheriff is not here. It's Major John Budenseek. Good morning, John. Good morning, all. How are you this morning? We are fantastic. We are 10-8, as we like to say. You sound very 10-8. Very alive and 10-8. Always got to be 10-8, because if I'm not 10-8, my girl, my daughter, is going to call me, and she will make me 10-8. Good. That's all I got to say. I got to have somebody to keep me in line. Absolutely. How are you and the family doing, first and foremost? Very good. We're uh, two weeks out from the end of school, so we're kind of coming in for landing there, so the kids are cramming, trying to get all their last-minute tests done, and then looking forward to summer. I want to touch on a topic um, that a lot of people are having dilemmas with as parents. I know I did, and it's teenage driving and what parents and teens really need to know when getting their driver's licenses. Now, I went through that whole thing with, with Gavin. And my other kids, I don't remember what I went through with the other ones because it's so darn long ago, but I remember like it was yesterday what I went through with Gavin. Now, we we, we purchased a vehicle for him before he actually turned 15 just because I found a great deal on, I, I guess we call them beaters, so to speak. Um, it was an 06 Hyundai Sonata with not that much miles on it and was owned by an elderly couple because... I didn't want Gavin learning on my brand new Ford Explorer how to drive. Yes, I'd have exactly. to be I'd have to be insane, wouldn't I? Sounds like you had him train on a like a really nice car, a nice clean car. Well, it was an, a, it was it was owned by it was owned by an older elderly couple, couple. Yeah, elderly yeah. couple, yeah. not many miles on it. So you know, I bought it about six months before he turned, and it sat in the driveway until he turned fifteen. He got his learner's permit, sure. so. You know, put him behind the wheel, and we just kind of drove up and down the street, so to speak, in a straight line. You know, that's that's the way we started, and then we went around the block, and then eventually we I, – I figured the best place for him to learn was in the parking lot of Christ Fellowship <laughs> <laughs> because, <Yeah. laughs> you know the song, Jesus Take the Wheel? <laughs> well, <laughs> I figured we're going to have the Lord on his oh, side, yeah. and that's where he's going to learn. Nice big parking lot over oh, there to huge. learn in, too. Yeah, it was huge. Well, but, I'm, I'm right there with you, Evan. I have a 16-year-old and uh, a 14-year-old. My 16-year-old is not in a firestorm hurry to get her driver's license. That's a good I, thing. Yeah, I've been down at Jimmy Graham Park hoping that she doesn't put the car in the water down there. <laughs> <laughs> We've been practicing ourselves. Uh, how are your nerves when you're behind, you know, you, you're not behind the wheel, but how are your nerves when you're in the passenger seat and you're teaching your teenager to drive for the first time? Do you find yourself trying to press this imaginary brake on the passenger side. Oh, absolutely. And I, you know, cars are not what they used to be when we were younger. They had those full front seats where you just slide over and take over. Right. Full console between you and the and all the things you need to get a hold of if something bad happens on the other side, the brake pedal, the gas pedal. So there's no there's no easy save if things start to go south. So I do spend a lot of time talking through the whole driving process. Mm -hmm. You know, all you have to do is take your feet off first. You know, don't try to jam a pedal. Yeah. You're going to get the wrong one. Yeah. And plus you also, you know, as, as a dad or a mom, if you're teaching your child how to drive, 
most of the cars nowadays, the emergency brake is right there at the center console. Yep. Um, people refer to that as the, the oh crap lever, so to speak. <laughs> so they, they, you, so that, that's right there also as well. But on, on a serious note, let, let's have a conversation uh, about what parents and teens need to know when getting their driver's licenses, if you could collaborate on that for us. Absolutely. Well, let's start off with the, the most simple thing. We're parents. Right. And so what our children are up for or not. So just because your child turns 15 doesn't mean they're ready for a permit. Just because they turn 16 doesn't mean they're ready for a driver's license. Mm-hmm. That's a decision that we as parents have to make sure our children are mature enough. And I have four children, so they're all in different stages of, right. of development in their life when they hit those, those mm-hmm, years. So mm-hmm. keeping that in mind, the next, I think the most important thing to realize is that driving is not a right. There's a lot of rights that we have, and, and that's my job to defend those rights, but jo- driving is not a right. It's a privilege. Absolutely a privilege. Yeah. It's especially a privilege for a juvenile. Most parents don't know this, but parents hold all the control as to whether or not their children get a driver's license in the first place or retain that driver's license. So Mm -hmm. what I mean by that is if your child is, if you caught them out drinking alcohol and driving or just doing something that, you know, they're they're just crossing the lines that you as a parent have put in place, you can go down to the DMV and revoke your permission for them to have a driver's license essentially mm-hmm. putting them out of driving a car. People are not aware that you can do that. I know that for a fact, yeah. but a lot of people have no idea that you can revoke your child's driving privilege. And that's a great tool. I mean, I don't I don't know which one is more uh, is more emotionally traumatizing to the child now taking their phone or taking the driving privileges, but but that's a big tool for a parent to, you know, those those are the stages of life where children are are flexing their little muscles and trying to do their own thing, but mm-hmm. this—it's a great way to protect them and kind of keep them on track. You—you you kind of hold that over their head. I hate to say it like that, but you can kind of hold hold it over their head and, mm-hmm. and keep them in line. So I think that's important to know, though, as a parent. Just because your child has a driver's license doesn't mean that they're off to the races, and they're not off to the races until they're 18 years old, until they're adult. Until then, you're in control, and then. You know the driving parameters for a for a, a juvenile are a lot more stringent than they are for an adult, and, right. and that's to keep them safe because we know that their brain hasn't developed completely. The decision making process is not where it should be. So, for example, there for a for an adult to get a DUI, their blood alcohol content has to be point zero eight. For a juvenile, anyone under the age of point one their BAC has to be in O2. So, I mean, that's like no alcohol, none at all. Right. Um, so if they get pulled over and they're at an O2, the threshold of their license getting suspended for DUI or license getting revoked because they refuse to blow or give it a, any kind of a sample, mm-hmm. the threshold is an O2. Wow. Um, there's also some stipulations in there for tobacco, and, and those get a little cumbersome because, quite honestly, they're not that easy to enforce. But right. there are some caveats in there for 
tobacco usage. And then also different again from adults. If you get 12 points uh, within, within your first, in, in that period of time between your 16 and 18, your driver's license is suspended and you go to what they call work permit only. So you could go to school, you could go to work, you could go to mm-hmm. church, anything other than that, you're grounded as far as driving goes. Wow. So the state, then I think they've been thoughtful and put a lot of boundaries in place in order to protect our children because we know that children are risk takers. Again, their brains aren't quite developed like yeah. hopefully ours are. Yeah. So we, uh, we learned the hard way in our family because um, about a month or so after Gavin got his license, he ran right in the back of somebody going yep. on his way to school, had a friend in the car, had the radio cranked up, and we get the phone call, and my wife wakes me up out of bed. Gavin's been in an accident. I get to the scene, and lo and behold, I get out of the car like gangbusters. He walks up to me. I gave him talk to the hand. <laughs> I didn't want to hear nothing. And I just looked, and that was it. I, you know, lesson learned. Here we are two years later, literally almost to the year, two years later, and car insurance is still sky high because of that. We got another year to go, but... But you're just thankful that uh, nobody yeah. was injured well, of either. Uh, and... Yeah, first thing, my, my first reaction oh. was when we got the phone call, I said to my wife, is he okay? Yes, he's fine. He's shaken up because mm-hmm. he hit somebody. So at that point, I knew he was okay. So when I got down there... I, I couldn't be I, – I just – I couldn't let the soft side out of me. Like, oh, my gosh, I feel sorry for you, ba ba ba. He was safe. Nobody got injured. So he needed to know where I was coming from. That, well, but that's me. And you touched on something that I'm, I'm not thinking on. sounds like he learned his lesson. But this is an issue holistically, not just for, for juvenile drivers. Yeah. But back to driving – in my opinion, is a new DUI. Mm-hmm. You see somebody texting and driving, mm-hmm. they're as dangerous sometimes as somebody that's under the influence of alcohol. Oh, yeah. Drugs. Oh, yeah. So, And kids especially, they, they can't wait. And I've been guilty of it myself, so I'm mm-hmm. not just indicting, indicting our kids. But mm-hmm. you can't wait to respond to that text. You can't wait to answer that phone call. You can't yeah. wait to post something on Instagram or Facebook or whatever you're into. Yeah. I do recall coming to an intersection in Port St. Lucie one time and we were all at the stoplight and I looked over and there was a car full of kids. I think there were two in the front, two in the back. All four had their heads down looking at their phones. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It, it's, it's And it's not just, you know, we're you're supposed to drive offensively, but defense plays a large role in being successful oh, driving. Yeah. Oh yeah. When your head is down at an intersection, you can't see if something's going wrong somewhere around you. So it's not just when your car's in movement. It's holistically. Yeah, yeah, you got to pay attention. Definitely have to pay attention. attention. John, when somebody gets pulled over, what are some of the basic things that that people should do when they're being pulled uh, over by a law enforcement officer? I I know what I do because I've learned from my daughter, but I, I, I would like you, to our listening audience, to hear it from you what they need to do if they're pulled over. Well, getting pulled over is not that complicated. Somewhere in the last few years, it's turned into a big deal, but it's really not that complicated. Mm-hmm. So 
you're you need to be looking for a safe place to pull over of course the law enforcement officer behind you should have already decided where a good place for you to pull over is so if they turn their lights on you need to yield to them and pull off to the side of the road where where they are trying to get you to pull over mm-hmm. so keep that in mind you know when you go to oh, i wanted to drive a mile down the road to mcdonald's because i thought it was safe yeah, that kind of works, but then you start getting yourself in a predicament where us as law enforcement, we don't know whether you're slow rolling because you're fixing the bail out of the car or because you just committed a crime and you're buying time to think about what your next move is. Right. So the best thing to do is to yield as soon as you can and pull over. And then from there, keep your hands where they can be seen. You know, it's a simple process, unfortunately. The time to debate is not generally at the side of the road. I mean, you can have dialogue. Of course, you have your own opinion. And sometimes there are instances where you can explain your way, and sometimes the law enforcement officer will ask you that. But mm-hmm. but sometimes the time to debate is later when you go to court. Right. But they're going to ask you normally for your driver's license registration, proof of insurance. You should already know where your registration and proof of insurance is. Normally it's in the glove box. Right. When they ask you for that, I like it when somebody says, hey, sir, it's in the glove box. you mind if I open it? And, of course, the answer is no problem. Please, they do that, hand it. The officer's going to run your name. He's going to make sure your registration matches your license tag. Mm-hmm. And then from there, they'll make the decision as to whether or not to write you a ticket or not. You know, a lot of times it's just, many, many times, law enforcement, especially here in Mark County, they're just pulling you over for yeah. educational purposes. You're not getting yeah. a ticket. So. Yeah you know, coming off like, what did I do? Or I didn't do it. You know, sometimes I hate to say it this way, but people, people tend to talk themselves in the tickets rather than talking. Themselves I agree. Out. I I agree with you. And another thing too, um, John is when you tell that officer, um, my documents are in my glove box and you ask, is it okay if you get them? Don't make sudden movements. Don't jolt for that glove box because that's going to set off a trigger to the law enforcement officer. Why is he moving so fast? You know? And that's hard to teach because, you know, you got to keep in mind, even I'm nervous, even now, if in theory I ever got pulled over for speeding, Mm -hmm. not that I'm confessing to it, but if in theory I ever get pulled over, I'm nervous now as an adult being a law enforcement officer. So people are going to react differently when they're, when they're nervous, they're going to move fast. They're going to move slow. They're going to be stuck in time. Yeah. It's hard to teach, but our deputies, you know, they pull people over every day. Mm -hmm. Hundreds of people get pulled over a week. People move fast. They move slow. They're really not that jumpy. What Mm -hmm. makes a law enforcement officer jumpy is when you slow roll to a stop. You don't put your hands where they can see it. You're making evasive movements in the car, but if you're just doing the standard, Retrieving your driver's license, registration, yeah. proof of insurance, you're fine. Yeah. Um, another thing, John, that, that I was told, and I've heard this from several people, if you are a concealed carry um, and you have a concealed carry permit, should you all, and you are carrying, whether it's in your bag or in your glove box or, or on your person, should you hand the officer, in addition to your license, your concealed carry permit as well at the same time and notify the officer that you do have a weapon with you. 
you don't have to do that, but but it's obviously appreciated when it is done. Right. And where where it really gets sticky is when your firearm is in the same place that you're fixing to retrieve your important documents that law enforcement asked for. Right. So especially in that case, you're going to want to tell the officer before you do anything, hey, I just want you to know, here's my concealed weapons permit. My gun is right where you're asking me to get my registration proof of insurance from. And, and of course, that eliminates a lot of hassle right there. Right. You don't, you don't want to surprise a law enforcement officer by popping your glove box and reaching in there innocently to get your documents and then your firearms right there and it changes things quickly. It, would it be advisable to even ask the law enforcement officer to reach in himself and get the documents and you tell them exactly where they are? Is is that a, a, a better thing to do? They, every law enforcement officer kind of does that different. Law enforcement as a whole is getting away from reaching in the occupied vehicles. Right. Driver's still in the driver's okay. seat. So, they probably are not going to do that. Look, okay. if they know where the gun is. Yeah. Don't don't kid yourself. A law enforcement officer that's standing at your window, they can get to their gun a whole lot quicker than you're going to pull a gun out of that glove box and do anything to them. And and we know that. So yeah, they're pretty safe, especially if you're being honest and telling them that it's there. You know, my read on people is if they're going to tell me where the gun is and that they have a gun, they're probably not going to use that gun to hurt me. Yeah, I, I would I would I would agree. Bonnie, you have any questions mm. for John in regards to the topic we're talking about? No, I'm just taking this all pertaining in. to you know yeah. Topanga with being a, a young teenage driver. We just know that she has to keep up her she has to keep up her grades at uh, straight A's, uh-huh. and I think if that grade drops to like a B. <laughs> that's going to be the factor of um, the car keys are going to be taken away. And that's another good thing that you can hold over the uh, the child's head, too, because, um, John, is, isn't it true if, if your grades are not, um, if you're failing school, can't they notify the DMV or something of that sort? Is there something that happens pertaining to that? That's a uh, truancy issue. If you're not going to school, okay, then then the parent can get with the school who can reach out to the DMV and say, hey, we need to take some remedial action with their driver's license. Now, Bonnie, that's rough. If they drop below A's, then they you're, you're going to suspend their driver's license? That's I don't know if I'd ever gotten the drive back when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if... Um, the, Standards are high in your household. I don't wow. know if the driver's license is going to be uh, dropped, but the car keys will be taken away there's there's going to be a car coming up for her involved let's put it that way <laughs> so um you know with the parents with the car payments and in the insurance and if if the parents are doing all that all she has to do really is keep up her grades and she'll be fine fine with all of the grown-ups i guess well that's a, that's a pretty high threshold my children make good grades but i high school for me was a whirlwind. I think they had to kick me out of there to get me out of there. (laughs) (laughs) But you brought up a good point. Like maybe like the, the, it should be looked into if the student is truant because actually after all that car is supposed to be driven to school, right? And not not used for going to the beach and skipping school. Right. (laughs) That's a process that's not that commonly used. I mean, it's not just a one day they skip school. You know, you can go back to your parental, parental right 
to either revoke their driver's license or take their driving privileges away without revoking their license. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. truancy has to be a consistent pattern. The, the school has to be on board. And quite frankly, that's not used very often um, to take some child's license back yeah. from them. Wow. Great conversation yeah. this morning with Major John Budenseek from the Martin County Sheriff's Office. John, I really, I really enjoyed this conversation this morning, more so than a lot. Not that I didn't enjoy the other ones we've always had, but this one was really, really good, and I think we really educated the moms and the dads out there listening this morning, John. I sure hope so. I mean, you and I are living it right now, so... We're educated the hard way. Yeah, definitely so, definitely (laughs) so. Hey, please give our best uh, to the sheriff and and the uh, entire sheriff's office family down there, and we will speak to you in the very, very near future. Sounds good. Thank you. All right, you take care. Uh, That's Major John Budenseek with the Martin County Sheriff's Office. He appears on this program each and every week. Port St. Lucie in West Palm Beach. It's time to dress up to host the most important event in world baseball. It's the America's Qualifier for the Tokyo 2021 Olympic Games, happening May 31st to June the 5th at Clover Park and 15 Ballpark. Both ballparks are going to host the best eight teams in the Americas from the U.S., Cuba, Venezuela, the Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Canada, Colombia, and Nicaragua. Two daily games at 1 in the afternoon and 7 at night. The eliminations May 31st to June the 2nd. Finals are June 4th and 5th. America's baseball qualifiers rode to Tokyo looking for their pass to the Olympic Games. Do not miss the opportunity to enjoy this magnificent event that will have all the safety and hygiene standards for your protection and that of your family. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to tickets.com without a doubt. It's time for the Gold and Silver Report, all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold opening up at $1,839 an ounce, and silver opening up at $27.41 an ounce. That's the Gold and Silver Report, all brought to you by our good friends at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Jewelry and Coin. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi. This is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. another El Nino year, although a weaker one. So if you incurred roof damage in the last two years, Code Red Roofers is there to help you with all of your roofing needs. Code Red Roofers, the roofers who respond 24-7. And there are flexible payment options for metal, tile, shingle, or flat roofs. Code Red Roofers, say habla espanol. Code Red Roofers, 844-4-CODE-RED. That's 844 844- for Code Red. Don't sweat in your boxers. Call the AC Doctors at 
confidence. Contact the AC Doctors, acdoctorsinc.com. The most important event in world baseball comes to Port St. Lucie. From May 31st to June 5th, Clover Park in 15 Park in West Palm Beach will host the America's Qualifier for the Tokyo Olympic Games. Eight teams vie for one spot in the Tokyo Olympics. From the U.S., Cuba, Venezuela, the Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Canada, Colombia, and Nicaragua. Don't miss the opportunity to see baseball's best in the Americas. Face off for their pass to the Olympics. Tickets on sale now at Tickets.com. Hello, this is Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group. We are a local independent insurance agency located right here on the Treasure Coast. I've been a resident here for 34 years and have helped thousands of clients with their insurance planning needs. We specialize in life, health, and Medicare insurance planning. Don't travel the road alone. Let us be your guide. We are the Owen Insurance Group. Contact us today at 772-210-1020 or visit our website at oweninsurancegroup.net. Let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 8.33 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie, and it's time for our daily dose of space in another place with the one and only Randy Siegel. Good morning, Randy. Good morning to you, sir. Well, the seven residents on board the International Space Station took the day off yesterday. Yep. It looks like a relaxing month, followed by a very busy April with no spacecraft that. Spacecraft activity until June. Wow. However, the astronauts did spend a lot of time taking care of personal activities, looking down on Earth, talking to family, watching movies, and playing games. The crewmates continue their daily workout every day for two hours so their bones and muscles don't atrophy. They have a U.S. and a Russian treadmill on board, which are always used, as well as the advanced resistance device to keep their muscles and bones healthy from the weightless environment. The next cargo mission planned to replenish the crews on board are scheduled for June the 3rd with a docking on June the 4th. In this case, the Cargo Dragon will deliver new solar arrays to augment the space station's power supply. Well, big doings at NASA headquarters. Yep, Stephen Jaworsik who served as acting administrator from January 20th until May the 3rd, announced on Monday he'll retire this coming Friday after spending three decades with NASA. Jurassic has served as associate administrator, the nation's highest-ranking civilian since May of 2018. He overlooked the successful missions of perseverance, the successful green run test of the core stage for the space launch system, the naming of the Mary W. Jackson NASA headquarters building, the launch of NASA's SpaceX Crew-2 mission to the space station, and the return of Crew-1. So NASA is losing a big guy there. And the Kennedy Space Center is losing its director. Yep. Bill Nelson announced yesterday that Bob Cabana, an ex-astronaut who has served as NASA's director of the Kennedy Space Center since 2008, will serve as associate administrator, effective on Monday the 17th. 
the interesting part is, is that at Kennedy, Cabana managed all NASA programs and activities at the spaceport, including the team of civil service and contract employees, as well as very critical programs, including the commercial crew. Janet Petro, who served as deputy director of Kennedy since 2007, will serve as the acting director of the Kennedy Space Center until a new one is named. Cabana will, Cabana will join senior NASA headquarters that includes Pam Melroy, the nominee for deputy administrator, Margaret Van Such, the nominee for chief financial officer, Susie Perez Quinn, chief of staff, Bela Lai, senior advisor to budget and finance, Mark Etkin, Associate Administrator for Communications, Alice Brown, Associate Administrator for Legislative and Intergovernmental Affairs. So a lot has been going on. And yesterday, just as advertised, the Osiris-Rex mission is headed home. Yet having scooped up a piece of Bennu, that's the asteroid that's out in deep space, it fired its rocket engines and started heading home. There was a 16-minute thruster firing as it comes back to Earth. That landing on Earth with their samples will be at the Utah Test and Training Range on September 24, 2023. The fifth flight on Mars took place yesterday. It was the fifth time that the helicopter... Ingenuity flew on the red planet. It continues to show that NASA can operate a vehicle on a foreign planet, remote control. Whatever they do, it does take a little while for the information to get back to Earth because Mars is so far away. We also know that the Perseverance rover continues to do good work and giving weather measurements on the red planet. Not to mention, we also have the InSight spacecraft, which is on Mars and is burrowing down to hear what's going on in the inner bowels of the planet. And then China is getting ready with their rover, which will also be at the red planet. So a lot going on there. SpaceX in 2022 will send a satellite to the moon paid for with doggy point doggy coin cryptocurrency yep next year spacex will launch the doggy one satellite to the moon paid for in crypto doggies the ukraine intends to create its own cosmodrome and launch seven satellites in five years Ukrainian space agency head Vladimir Tafte has said that the Ukraine has set out a bunch of goals. They want to join the European Space Agency. They want to create a Ukrainian cosmodrome for launching their own satellites and create a satellite constellation of seven Ukrainian satellites. They want to put those in orbit. So more countries getting involved. NASA has raised the price of private astronauts going to the International Space Station. According to 
initial pricing policy in June of 2019, part of NASA's strategy to commercialize low-Earth orbit, the agency charged $11,250 per person per day for life support systems and toilet facilities. Got to have those toilet facilities and $22,500 per person per day for other services, including all menial things like food and air. Under the new program, NASA will charge $5.2 million per person for mission support and $4.8 million per person for basic services on board the station. Tomorrow we're going to tell you about Virgin Orbit naming a new space center and Jeff Bezos readying to have his crew go back to space. So until tomorrow, have a great day. Everybody, that's Randy Siegel, ladies and gentlemen. He has a space report. He's on the program each and every weekday at this time. Time to head on over to Ellie's downtown deli. It's literally out the front door. Make a left, a right, another right, up the street, another left, and it's on the right hand side. If you follow those directions, good. It's literally that close. Evan, just say on Colorado Avenue. There you go. (laughs) That's going to narrow it down for plenty of our our area listeners. (laughs) But, um, you know, it's where everything is fresh, too. Chef Mark has the freshest ingredients, like your Italian chef salad, including with uh, mixed greens topped with ham, salami, capicola, fresh mozzarella. He places on this, too. Pickled gardenia vegetables goes good on it with red onion tomatoes served with your choice of dressing. Fresh jumbo wraps, Chef Mark is serving. Soups, like for instance, last week he had this great tasting roasted red pepper basil soup. He had steak and potato. He's serving two new fresh soups today, and you want to call and see the soup of the day that he has on the menu. It's simply delicious. And Ellie's Downtown Deli and Stewart now has their patio back open. Plus, they're at 50% dining inside with a full menu for pickup or delivery. Ellie's also has full dinners available for takeout. Plus, they're fabulous desserts as well. Call 772-781-6605 to order and pick up today. Located at 18 Southeast 6th Street, just off Colorado and Stewart. Call 772-781-6605. Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart. 8.42 right time. News time once again all brought to you by our good friends at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in town on any type of precious metals. It's always St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Go see Hawk Levy. Here's Bonnie with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning to you, Evan. The Florida Department of Law Enforcement has finished an investigation into the Jeffrey Epstein case, finding no wrongdoing by either prosecutors or law enforcement. WPTV's Todd Wilson with the insight. The FDLE has cleared both the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office and the Palm Beach State prosecutors of any wrongdoing when it comes to how they prosecuted and jailed the convicted sex offender. FDLE's criminal investigation was ordered by Governor DeSantis back in 2019. It focused on the 2008 plea deal reached, along with Epstein's incarceration and work release program, which was overseen by PBSO. During that time, Epstein was able to leave his jail cell for up to 12 hours a day, six days a week. 
Current attorney and former FBI agent Stuart Kaplan says what caught his eye was the lack of search warrants, subpoenas, or a grand jury in the investigation. He says it appears FDLE solely depended upon the cooperation and memory of those involved. I say that the quality of this investigation, meaning the thoroughness of this investigation, is quite incomplete and should not be relied upon as a basis to determine whether or not any criminal uh, violations were in fact committed during the Jeffrey Epstein investigation. In a statement, PBSO says there is an ongoing internal affairs investigation into any possible administrative violations, the results of which will be released in the near future. PBSO has since discontinued that work release program. Uh, Epstein died in 2019 while in custody in New York. His death has since been ruled a suicide. In Palm Beach County, Todd Wilson, WPTV News Channel 5. A 13-year-old Florida girl who was reported missing near Jacksonville has been found dead and her classmate has been arrested on a murder charge. The body of Tristan Bailey was discovered Sunday night in a wooded area in St. John's County. Sheriff Robert Hardwick confirmed this Monday morning during a news conference. A 14-year-old boy who attended the same school as Tristan has been arrested on a charge of second-degree murder. Tristan was reported missing Sunday morning. Her family told investigators she had last been seen around 1.15 a.m. at a community center. A man who was out for a walk found her body about 6 p.m. and called 911, Hardwick said. Hardwick wouldn't discuss many of the details, including how Tristan died, but did say she was fully clothed when the body was found. This is a long process, he said. We're in the very early stages of this. A deadly shooting outside an immigration office in Orlando appears to be a case of domestic violence. Police say a man and a woman were walking outside the building yesterday morning when the woman's ex-husband fired shots at them from a passing car. The man was killed, but the woman was not hurt. The suspect was arrested, arrested in Kissimmee. The Florida Department of Law Enforcement has finished an investigation. Actually, um, we already did that story. We move on to this story. The U.S. seeing a drop in hospitalizations, illnesses, and deaths from COVID-19. That's leading some to believe the country could be turning the corner in the fight against coronavirus. And WPTV's Ryan Hughes has more. On the playground with her two young kids, Lauren Pavlik is among the 58% of adults in the U.S. who have received at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. You know, I have older um, family members who I would want to protect, and I just felt like it was the right thing to do. Experts say once more than 60% of adults nationwide receives at least one dose, we can start to see coronavirus cases and hospitalizations drop significantly. To reach a, a point where our society can get back to normal and the thing that's holding us back is unvaccinated people. Dr. David Dotson is an infectious disease specialist at Good Samaritan Hospital. He remains optimistic we can still reach herd immunity with 70 to 80 percent of the population vaccinated, which is key in avoiding another spike in cases. The less people, less people infected with COVID, the less chance for a variant to develop. Lauren is set to receive her second dose this week in hopes we truly are turning the corner. I think it's uh, giving people hope. I think it's great for our kids. I think it's great for um, adults just socially. If we can get back to normal, 
let's do it. Doctors are still trying to build confidence with the demand for the vaccine softening. The healthcare district of Palm Beach County says its mobile unit will be at the South Florida Fair Monday night, offering both the Moderna and Johnson & Johnson vaccines. In Palm Beach County, Ryan Hughes, WPTV. News Channel 5. Ford announced on Monday that it's recalling more than 600,000 Ford Explorer vehicles across the United States due to an issue with roof rail covers. The company said the roof rail covers on select 2016 to 2019 Ford Explorer vehicles could become detached while driving and create a problem for others on the road. According to Ford, the affected vehicles include base and XLT trim levels as well as police interceptor and Explorer Sport models with roof rail covers that are painted silver black or absolute black. Recalls have also been issued in Canada and Mexico. The automaker said they're not aware of any accidents or injuries related to the recall. Dealers can secure the roof rails. The reference number for the recall is 21S22. Lastly, career source Palm Beach County is on a mission to help veterans get back to work or find a new career. The organization is holding a veterans employment workshop tomorrow morning from 8.30 to 10.30. The free workshop will offer veterans a wide variety of assistance. And to find out more or to request a seat, you can call 561-340-1060, extension 2315. And if you would like that number repeated, call us right here at the morning show at 220-9788, 220-WSTU. Lakers star LeBron James is planning to return to action either Tuesday against the Knicks or Wednesday against the Rockets, according to Yahoo Sports' Chris Haynes. And according to Yahoo Sports, uh, James had two really good days of workouts at a high level and feels great. And LeBron James has not played since May 3 when he exited Los Angeles's 121-114 loss to the Raptors midway through the fourth quarter with soreness in his right ankle. News time is 8.50. We'll have weather and traffic together next. stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last.
851 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Let's take a look and see what's going on on the highways and byways. Here's Bonnie. Well, in St. Lucie County, there is an accident on I-95 southbound in Fort Pierce. I-95 southbound, it's at mile marker 125, and we're not showing any roadblock. Back here in Martin County, it's uh, looking clear on our major highways, US-1 good right now. There's your latest look at traffic. 73 in Stewart this morning, also 73 in Port St. Lucie. And here's more on our forecast at WPTV. Happy Tuesday, sunshines, waking up to temperatures in the mid to upper 70s under partly cloudy skies. This afternoon, highs in the upper 80s to low 90s with heat index values in the mid 90s. We'll see partly sunny skies throughout the day, then a 20% chance for showers and storms. Tomorrow, highs in the low 90s with a 40% chance for scattered showers and storms. Wet weather for Thursday and Friday as a front starts to move into the area, staying steamy through the end of the work week with highs in the upper 80s, slightly cooler, a little less humid by the weekend with highs in the mid-80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220 220- Three three eight zero. What is your quality of life? The Owen Insurance Group plans on improving it on our Quality of Life radio show Tuesday mornings at 10 on both WPSL and WSTU. Hi, I'm Gary Owen of the Owen Insurance Group. Along with Tom Bouvier, we'll help you on the road of life and make it a better one. Don't forget a Quality of Life radio show Tuesdays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU on TuneIn and Alexa. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Wait, feel great and look fantastic with a little help from Dr. Tred J. Razaker of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Boost three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. 
Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 855 on the Get Up and Go Show, and three hours has literally blown by like a hurricane, Bonnie. Oh, I'm telling you, it goes by fast, doesn't it? Does. It does. This morning went really, really quick. Yeah. Uh, really enjoyed that conversation uh, with uh, Major John Budenseek from the Martin County Sheriff's Office on uh, teenage driving, the driver's licenses. And um, that was very interesting about what he said. Parents can actually go down to the DMV and revoke their child's driver's license. I never knew that. I never knew that either. No, that's a very interesting fact. It is. And I wonder how many parents are listening right now that are saying... They're scratching their head like, hmm. Boy, if I had known this before... Yeah, right? It would, it would have to be something pretty drastic to revoke your own boy or girl's Well, license. here's the thing. If they're not doing good in school, you can go down and revoke their license. If, the, if they're... Not yeah. not paying attention if they're if they're cutting was, up they're not 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 behaving they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing definitely if there was any liquor found in their vehicle oh that's or if, that's if like, there was an open liquor bottle or something that would be a big cause for revocation yeah definitely so without a doubt yeah uh, definitely so but enjoyed that conversation very much it was a very informative yes especially you know since the three of us the major and you also Evan mm-hmm. and and myself we mm-hmm. have. Up and coming, yeah. uh, uh, driving um, teenagers. Yeah, yeah. Mine's eighteen. Yours is fifteen. Yeah. Um, yours is, you know, had how long has she had her uh, permit for? Oh gosh, I think it's to been, learn. It might have been a good six months already. Okay. Some, yeah, she's she's. I think it's been a half a year. Okay. Yeah, because you have to have um, the way the law reads is you're supposed to have your permit for at least one year before you can get your full license, yeah. and then on top of that. When you get your full license, you got to take that driving test. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you got to take that driving test. And if you don't pass the driving test, you can't get your full license. And then once you get your full license, that's when reality sets in because now you have to add them to your car insurance. (laughs) That car insurance. Because when they have when they have a permit. Okay, I have no idea who this is calling me. Does if they are straight A students, will that car insurance be down a little bit? Um, You do get yes. Um, you do yeah. get uh, uh, an award for that and a discount. So that is, is something that's good if you have good grades. That definitely helps out then. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, oh, I've got a, like a kind of an interesting fact. You'll probably get a kick out, a kick of. Okay. <laughs> the person who invented the stethoscope uh-huh. was a guy named Rennie Lanick. Oh. And he came up with the stethoscope because he didn't feel comfortable putting his ear directly on women's chests. Really? <laughs> That's a true fact. <laughs> Very interesting. So it's why the stethoscope was invented. Okay. Wow. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Very interesting. So okay. You can, you can carry on, my friend. Okay. Carry on throughout the On day. that note, we say if you have good values <laughs> on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside. Oh, the doctor. There's a real doctor over here. Yes, the doctor's in the house. <laughs> showing, me a, showing me a display of... <laughs> yes. There you go. <laughs> well, not me. His hand's on his own chest. There you go. Not mine. All right. <laughs> hey, folks. Make it a great day, and we'll be back here in about 21 hours from now. Folks, we're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next. Don't go anywhere.